Well, hello there, friends. Welcome to the Internet's number one Josh Hartnett podcast of Respawn Aim Fire. Yay! This episode. Oh, my God. Love that man so much. This is episode 262. This is actually Respawn Aim Fire, kick-ass reverent gaming podcast from Apple Idiots. I'm one of your hosts, Adam. I love Josh Hartnett so much, Gumbert. And today I have with me Chad. Give yourself a middle name, Michael Ennis. 40 days and 40 nights during Josh Hartnett not coming. Ennis. <laughs> I just can't. Reading that Wikipedia article about what happens in that movie, yeah, man, people had a thing for raunchy erotic comedies. Two thousand two is a wild time in America. Whew. Uh, a man gets raped in that in that movie. Yeah, insane. Um, well, I guess forcibly forced to come by his coworkers. What a th listen to what I just said. Yeah, that movie is about a man's coworkers trying to force him to come for forty days. Yeah, and it's not like he works at like. Uh, a place where he's a gigolo or a go-go dancer. He works a regular American job. Just an office job. Yeah. So like, let's let's make this man come. <laughs> <laughs> Insane. Uh, you catch uh, us uh, live on twitch.tv slash alphabetia Sunday evenings at 8.30. YouTube and podcast services 9 a.m. on Tuesdays in the morning, 9 o'clock. Upcoming. Look <laughs> at this show. It's the, it's the big one. This is the big time rush summertime gaming shows event show. That we're talking about big time rush gaming, summertime. Hot news. and playtime and wait, what did we say last? And and friend play and there's friend and play. Play with friends. I don't remember what it was. Remember big time rush? You ever no. Uh, let me do a quick Google image search for big time rush. I believe they were a Nickelodeon or a Disney boy band. Uh, they are now something in 2022. They had a virtual reunion, just like everyone um, fucking did during COVID. Yeah. Oh, they have a forever tour. Nickelodeon. Oh, these guys look like they were popular in the 90s. It was, it was a TV series from 2009 to 2013. Yeah, it was a Nickelodeon show about a boy band that Nickelodeon made up. I don't know. SpongeBob wasn't in it, so I didn't watch it. Uh, but for our main quest, <laughs> basically the whole show, we're going to talk about all the, the summer gaming news. We had, what is it, Key? How do people say it? I think they're saying Key 3. I'm trying to key I'm three. trying to get not E3, but spelled like naughty three, like dirty Josh Hartnett three. Mm. <laughs> like, yeah. That's what I'm yeah. trying. Naughty three. Naughty three. Uh -huh. Naughty three. Gotcha. Um, but we've gonna we're gonna go over all the big shows. So we've got Summer Game Fest from Mr. Keeley himself. We have the Xbox Bethesda showcase. And then we've got a little bit from Devolver, and then I'll mention the other ones that happened, but you know the big ones. Mm -hmm. And we're gonna put it up right here. Segment from Adam. He oh, song. oh, that, oh, oh, oh. Segment from Adam. Oh, 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 oh. Segment from Adam. This is an energy. So whenever <laughs> we're going to read through all these. Because you watched them all live, right? I watched I watched Summer Game well, Fest, Digital, Devolver Digital, and Xbox, yes. Okay, the, the, one, the big ones we're talking about. Right, yeah, because right, there right, were right, a million right, shows. Right, right, right. Um, so for segment for Adam... We're going to read through all these things. Again, we're going to read through everything that happened. We want to stay on everything. Some stuff we can skip. Some stuff we can go in depth. You know how this works. This entire show is basically just going to be going over these three shows. At the end, we'll give it a grade. Be like, how do you think this was? And we'll just grade it. And then we'll do a ranking. Everyone loves grades. Everyone loves rankings. Mm -hmm. Boom. Mm -hmm. We've won mm -hmm. the internet. So we're going to start with Summer Game Fest. Again, Mr. Keeley's thing that he did on Thursday in fucking one in the afternoon or what? Or like 11? It was 11 in the morning? Pacific time, yeah. 
Freaking. All right, Keely, get that together. Silly. But we've got the full breakdown. Again, all these stuff, all this stuff is from either us watching it or some um, stuff's from IGN. Just like a breakdowns and little extra interviews if that happened. So these aren't in order of how they happen, but this is in order how I'm going to talk about it. So after leaking before the show, Naughty Dog has officially announced the remake of Last of Us and will be released on PS5 on September 2nd, mm. 2022, with a new enemy uh, AI based on The Last of Us Part 2, 60 frames per second performance, new combat options, and more. Um, I'll go ahead and do the other second one because it's also The Last of Us. We have finally learned more about the long-awaited standalone multiplayer game set in The Last of Us universe. Have been given a piece of concept art that teases what fans can expect from the game. The game will feature, quote, a brand new cast of characters and looks to take place at least partially in San Francisco. While it is great to learn more about this game, it was confirmed we won't learn more about this multiplayer title until 2023. So, again, this got leaked in, like, I don't know if it was the day before or hours before or whatever. It was a couple hours before, yeah. Yeah, PlayStation, like, put it on their website, like, last Uh, remake. It's like, oops, sorry, Jeff. And he's like, oh, great, wonderful emoji eyes or whatever. Uh, So... Well, I guess we'll go with The Last of Us Remake first. How you feeling, Chad? I had a feeling you might enjoy this. I Watching this whole segment, this it was like a five-minute segment with interviewing Neil Druckmann and um, Ashley Johnson and Troy Baker. And they also showed off a still from the TV show that's coming as well. Like that whole mm. Last of Us segment made me just like my seventh grade history teacher watching Josh Hartnett in Pearl Harbor. I was wet. I was very wet. And um, I, I'm one of those people that like The Last of Us is something that I will continue to play several times throughout my entire life. And uh, I've already I'm not going to go back and platinum the original one because the platinum is a terrible tr- uh, trophy list. But I'm very excited to be able to play that in the definitive way. Like they they have like the PS4 Pro version of the remaster with like the upgraded frame rate and stuff like that. But to be, to see this from the ground up, completely redone and seeing the trailer by itself i was like oh man that looks beautiful but then seeing the comparisons that they did slightly afterwards comparing the first one or the remaster to the remake i was like holy shit it's amazing the uh the strides they've been able to make between generations and of course throw on all the 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 amazing things that last was part two brought like the the new ai from all the enemies i'm sure the contextual animations and all that kind of stuff that that was really groundbreaking with that game and i cannot wait to play it again even if it's full price plus more, I will I will pay that gladly to play that game again in the definitive way. Are you way. telling me you would spend $180 on this video game? <laughs> I said full price plus. I'm not as crazy as Matt from Rhode Island, but I, full price plus, I will play this game faux show. Because it does come with Left Behind, which is DLC, yeah. so it was already plus. But it doesn't come with factions. You're right, it does not come with factions, but no one played factions anyway. And You're wrong. I played factions. Okay, you played factions, and anyone who wanted the Platinum Trophy played way too much factions. But uh, it was not a worthwhile experience for this particular remake. So I'm very excited for it. And I'm, I honestly am also hoping that we see a similar... I, I always want the... I, here's my opinion on things. I want to be able to play things in a modern way whenever I want. And that means if it's an old game that's clunky as fuck and it's difficult to play nowadays, I want a new version of that game that makes it accessible, that makes it easy to play, that makes it like worthwhile for me to play rather than me having to suffer through some 30-year-old control scheme or whatever. So I'm all for remakes that make them uh, more modern and, and 
continue to do that as we go and develop all these brand new mind-blowing technologies. So go for it. And if The Last of Us Part Two gets a PS5 port as well, not just like a patch that makes it run a little bit better, like if it gets a full ray tracing, eat your eyes with wonderful visuals update, I'll buy that again too. Mostly just to, supr- to support all those Sony first party devs too, because I love everything that they do. Yeah, I think it looks cool. I think it looks pretty. I think it really just looks like a pretty version of Last of Us Part Two, which is very good. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm with you. I like to have the modern controls and you know all that stuff. My issue again, some people bother, some people doesn't. I don't want to pay seventy dollars for a video game that I actually have for free on PlayStation uh, because of the the little PlayStation Plus collection. I have no problem giving devs money and all that stuff, but I do think seventy dollars is an, is a lot to ask when it's just. I mean, yeah, okay, it's prettier, but it's like, you know, I'm not like some people will pay $180 for this video game. That's crazy. <laughs> That's my only issue. I think everything yeah. about it looks awesome, looks really cool. I feel, man, paying that full price at launch just feels like a, a lot to me. It does feel steep, and it's hard. It's hard to show people why it's $70 because so much of it is under the hood. Like they, uh, when you look at the trailer side by side, it's like, oh, they just swapped character models and did texture upgrades and that kind of stuff. But it's it's so much more than that for a ground up remake that like they spent time on a lot of time on this and it shows but it's hard to to show that to people who don't really know or understand how game development works and the type of time commitment that that goes into remaking something in this way so i get it that's a steep price uh and i'm sure like last of us part two is two years old now and it's i've already seen it for like 20 bucks i saw it real cheap obviously if you've played it before you're probably not like i need to play this day one right now because i don't want to get spoiled on it so like you can probably wait until you're ready to play it again and it will be on sale for something for a lot cheaper i'll wait for black friday and get it for you know 30 bucks or something i think that's fair i wouldn't mind spending you know like 40 or 50 I've just had yep. 70 on day one. I'm not going to do that. But, I think the the interesting the actually thing that comes from this too is that they announced that shortly after the release on PS5, this is also coming to PC. Yes, and that's true. And I do not think that they're going to release part one on PC and put out a TV show and not put part two on PC. And so whatever... Part two will be on PC eventually. I don't know when, but it definitely will be. It will be. For sure. But whatever yeah. whatever updates they make for the PC version of part two... I imagine we might see a PS5 version of that as well with all those same updates for part two. Mm-hmm. So I would love to see that as well. That'll be cool. Yeah. I forgot about the PC thing. That'll be nice for people to be able to play that over there. It'll be look even better, be even, even cooler. Yep. But for me, again, I do think that, I mean, we'll get to when we rank at the end. The show for me was like, mm, I think the last of us stuff was some of the best stuff. I think it's what they yeah. saved it for last. Um, but especially them talking about whatever this multiplayer thing is going to be. Again, we didn't see a lot on it, but, you know, they've had interviews and they've done blogs and they talked about it. And like, man, I'm really excited for that Last of Us multiplayer. Whatever that ends up being, I think them taking so much time and, like, this is going to be its own thing. We're not just going to include it as part of, like, DLC for two. Yeah. Really excites me. I'm I, We're not going to hear anything about it for a long time. We probably won't come out till late next year at best, but I am uh, extremely excited for whatever this Last of Us multiplayer is because I actually did enjoy Factions. I didn't even do it for the platinum. I just enjoyed it. So them like taking time to build out a whole thing, I'm all about because uh, I just I just think the idea that's fun. Mm. I also feel like it could be. I get the idea that it's going to be like this big, like shared, expanding, evolving world that everyone's kind of in, rather than just like, hey, we're going to do deathmatch with Last of Us characters. Like there, it's going to be this like kind of open world shared experience thing. I feel like where you might be able to join up with a team of people and have your own outpost or something like like that's the kind of thing that I see this 
kind of being, especially when they were talking about how big the like they're like it's bigger in in some ways than any other game that we've ever made, including Uncharted Four and Last of Us Part Two. So like that's that's what I'm really pumped to see, rather than just like like kind of what Factions was, where it's like we're gonna do deathmatch, but with Last of Us property. Yeah. Very cool. I think from here it goes downhill, except for the one thing that I really like. But we'll <laughs> I go kind through of it. agree. Yeah. Um, a new gameplay trailer uh, for Street Fighter Six is real. That guy will be returning for the latest entry of the legendary uh, fighting franchise. Okay. Yeah. We already knew uh, Street Fighter Six. They showed us a character who's got really big hair. Okay. Cool. <laughs> this I thought was interesting, which came later. Uh, so according to GameSpot's Tamor Hussein, who got a chance to play the game during Summer Game Fest. Um, uh, live uh, day of days of play, Street Fighter Six uses rollback netcode, which what is in that layman's mean? terms, it means that the multiplayer is good. So you know how Smash Online sucks ass. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's big old dookie but sucker. There are some fighting games the online's really, really good. That's what roll net <laughs> rollback netcode. From my understanding, it means like oh, the multiplayer is actually good in this fighting game. Got it. Um, so that's what rollback netcode is. Uh, in addition, popular game fighting game YouTuber Maximilian Dude revealed the developers told him the game will feature crossplay as well. very nice i think that's what both of those things are way more interesting than here's the man with the big hair right exactly and especially because like we know the game exists and surprise a tent pole character in a street fighter game is going to be in another street fighter game like okay do you think ken and ryu are going to be there (laughs) i don't know i think the ryu in this game ate the ryu from the other game because he bulked up he's a big boy he's a big boy so like i said i think that the other stuff is more interesting than a new character but um yeah, yeah, it's gonna play good and crossplay will be will be awesome. Probably explains why they put it on everything too. Yep. Uh, let's see this one. All right, a brand new games in the universe of the Aliens franchise will be arriving in 2023. The trailer ends with Marines fighting Xenomorphs from top down perspective, potentially hitting it with the gameplay will look like. I don't know why they keep making. I love Alien. Yeah, yeah. we talked about Alien plenty on this on this podcast. We just keep getting random like shooters that. Like, Fireteam seems like very much like play with your friends once and never again. Yeah. This game looks like it would be more of the same. I uh, will tell you that I was so excited for this game when I watched Summer Games Fest the first time because we were troubleshooting some, we were like trying to watch it live, a few of us, and we were mm. like troubleshooting something. So I missed like the last 20 seconds of it. So I saw all the CG stuff and I thought it was super yeah. dope, dope. And then I saw the very, and then later, I shared with Matt the trailer. He's like, hey, this is what you missed while we were troubleshooting stuff. And I rewatched the trailer and I was like, oh, fuck. It's a top down. It looks like maybe a twin stick shooter or some kind of like, like, oh, this is not this is not what I want. I want the CG part of this. That's really, really dope. Yeah, I want the cool part. This just yeah. reminded me that I want a Helldivers 2, which was in that NVIDIA leak. So please just give me that because <laughs> that was a top down shooter, twin stick shooter. That was fucking awesome. Yeah. Uh, this one probably excited you. I it know did. it excited you. God. Uh, Callista Protocol is promising to be one of the promising to be one of the scariest games ever. First extended gameplay footage confirms it. Um, in the gameplay demo, we see brutal deaths for not only the enemies but also our main character. It also looks to feature shootable limbs that will fall off, a la Dead Space. Callista Protocol, December second, twenty twenty two. Now I didn't watch this because I knew it was gonna be scary. I didn't want to do that, but didn't. Jo- not, not Josh Harnett, Josh Dumel, get like grinded <laughs> up in a fucking machine or something crazy? I will tell you, like my seventh grade history teacher watching Josh Hartnett in H2O, <laughs> I was scared for his life. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> because, uh, yeah, he gets, there was a part, I literally, as we were watching, I was like, oh, holy shit. Oh, because he like, his arm gets sucked into this like spinning fan thing and he gets ground up. Um, but this game, Adam, 
mm-hmm. is literally, like I keep saying this, the more and more I see it, I was like, oh man, you can definitely tell Dead Space inspired this. You can definitely, and then this exact trailer, I was like, oh fuck, no, this is Dead Space. They literally just like scrubbed all of the words that would get them sued off of everything and yeah. it is the way that the character walks the way that you see the health on the back it's, it's just the horizontal health, instead yeah. of vertical uh the the necromorphs in there the weapons the way that they change and they dismantle like it is all one the stasis the way that they were like look at this brand new power that allows you to summon enemies and then throw them back and it was like yeah that's that's exactly stasis from dead space one um i'm not complaining because i fucking love dead space so this will be just, it's essentially Dead Space 4, but they're not allowed to call it that. And then we get Dead Space Remake a few months later. So I'm I'm a happy little boy that's going to be rolling in guts. So I'm I mean, good. Dead Space fans eaten. Like we literally had nothing. Like they did three. I mean, that was a, like a, was it a PS3, 360 game? Yeah. So that had to be, you know, like the early aughts. And they're like, hey, I'm Glenn Schofield. I made the original. Let's do the... Oh, they're doing a remake. Oh, well, you know what? Fuck it. It's all just come out within a month of each other. Fuck it. All yep. the dead space. Awesome, awesome, awesome. <coughs> Excuse me. Jesus fucking Josh Harnett. <laughs> uh, let's see. So Ghost and Soap McTavish return in the latest gameplay demo for Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2's campaign. Uh, Darkwater demo takes place aboard a boat sailing through a storm. Then they go on an oil rig. It's very wet, and they shoot guys on an oil rig, and that lasts for about eight minutes. Um, Modern Warfare <laughs> yeah. arrives on October 27th, 2022. I mean, I think it looks fine. I mean, it's, it looks like a Call of Duty reveal. I just care about Warzone. I don't care about the yeah. single player. Like my seventh grade history teacher watching Josh Hartnett in Black Hawk Down, I didn't care for this. Um, oh, I like that movie a lot. I like that movie just kidding, a lot. I never actually saw Black Hawk Down, but it was military-related, was... so... That was one of the first DVDs I owned, and I've probably watched that movie about mm, 15 times. I remember my parents went to go see it on a date night, and that's the last I ever thought about Black Hawk Down. <laughs> <laughs> or, dude, just while I'm reading this, look up the uh, cast list because it's okay. insane. I think Ewan McGregor's in it, Orlando Bloom's in it. Just literally everybody's in that movie. Um, all right, Bloober Team has confirmed it's working on Layers of Fear, a new psychedelic horror chronicle. Made Tom Hardy's in that 5. movie? That's my dude crush. Ev- okay, now I gotta see it. Every, Literally everybody in the world is in Black Hawk Down. Okay. I am not kidding. You think Pearl Harbor had everybody? Black Lucius Hawk Down Malfoy's everybody. in it? Everybody. Legolas is in Every, it? Everybody. I think Ewan McGregor's in it too. I'm not yeah, sure. Obi-Wan Kenobi's in it? Freaking the it's first insane. Hulk before Edward Norton is in it? Josh Hartnett's in it? Oh my god. Oh, there he is. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I told you it was crazy. Swap it. Uh Blueber team is working on uh new layers of fear, Unreal Engine 5. Um it's pitched it's somewhat of a remaster and a sequel that will build on the foundations of the original Layers of Fear and Layers of Fear 2. It'll also include an ex- uh, expanded plot line in gameplay direction. Again, I didn't watch this. I know that uh, a lot of people like Layers of Fear. It kind of put Bloober Team on the map. But again, it's a scary time game, so I didn't watch the trailer. Did you I honestly, watch it? Uh, I feel like I've never heard of the game Layers of Fear before. I've heard of Bloober Team, thanks really? to Blair Witch and uh, what the fuck Medium? else did they do? Medium. But I, I don't think mm-hmm. I've ever heard of Layers of Fear. And I just now realized this is Layers of Fears because it's the sequel. Oh, there's an S in there, huh? Yes. I never noticed that. And I was like, I why did they say Layers the of name. Fears? But it's a sequel. Um yeah, I watched it, and I and I remember thinking, man, I'm really into this. And also, this is like the 45th spooky game that we've seen in the last 20 minutes. Of... At least it wasn't in space, because there was a time <laughs> That's right. when every game was it in was. space. There were two parts of Summer Game Fest from Jeff Keighley. 
There was spooky games in space, anime as fuck. Those were the two parts yeah. of Game Fast. That was it. That was very, very good. Um, all right. So a new here. This was my number, not my number one thing, but it was very, it was up there because oh, I was yeah, excited it was coming. Uh, a new trailer for Marvel's Midnight Suns has not Marvel's Midnight Suns has not only revealed Spider Man will be joining its roster, also confirmed the XCOM style game will release on October seventh, twenty twenty two. Uh, shows Lilith, the main uh, bad guy. Lilith also showed up uh, in another showcase. We'll talk about that mm -hmm, later. Mm -hmm. And corrupted versions of Venom, Sabretooth, Scarlet Witch, and the Hulk. Uh, IGN also had the chance to check out Marvel's Midnight Suns. You can read about our thoughts on his first preview. I would definitely say, now that the trailers come out, people are like, they're just showing uh, CG trailers. There actually has been gameplay and there are previews. I suggest reading and watching that stuff because, I mean, I'm already excited for this game, but all that shit was like, oh yeah, that's definitely awesome. Uh, also, uh, Spider-Man... <coughs> Jesus. Spider-Man is voiced by Yuri Lowenthal from Insomniac Spider-Man games. Not the same character, but they just have the same voice actor. Just a little fun tidbit in there. So yeah, I'm excited. I love um, Firaxis. I love the every you know reading all the previews, watching all that stuff, and then they're like, "Hey, bad Venom, bad Scarlet Witch, and Spider-Man's here." Like I'm all about it. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, <laughs> like my seventh grade history teacher. <laughs> Watching 40 Days and 40 Nights, I found it really hard to hold back my excitement during this movie. Ooh. Very cool. And it's it? soon. October. It is soon. Yes, I'm, <laughs> I'm so pumped. I'm. We've talked about the fact that like I'm, I've never traditionally been into XCOM-style stuff or most like card-based things, but the Super Mario Rabbids game got mm. me so into it that I am... This is like one of my top three most anticipated games now for the year. I'm glad you're excited wait. for it. I've been very excited, and I want to convince everyone that it's awesome, but we'll see whenever it gets here. Uh, let's see. WB Games Montreal stopped by Summer Game Fest to share gameplay video of Gotham Knights stars Nightwing. Nightwing did some spins and flips and kicked some people. Spins, flips, kicked with a ponytail. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Long hair boy. Look at him. <laughs> <laughs> this one, here's the thing. I love this property, but everyone has been like, Unlike Josh Hartnett, they were not holding it back. They were letting it go <laughs> for how excited they are for this game. I don't understand why. I mean, again, I like it, but people were like, there's a certain group of people who literally won't shut the fuck up. But I mean, it looks cool, so I'm not going to play. TMNT Shredder's Revenge will officially be released on June 16th, 2022. Um, if you're listening to this, that's the end of this week. Yep. When you listen when it comes out. Uh, the news revealed a new trailer that also confirms Casey Jones as a playable character and a new six-player mode. Um, this is also day one on Game Pass. Again, That's I love what TMNT. Sold it for me. Super cool. Yeah, I was just playing Game Pass. Uh, super cool, but people were like jazzing all over the place. And I'm like, hey, good for you, man. But I'm excited. And then especially being on Game Pass. Like, oh, easy. I'll definitely play it. I already wanted to play it anyways. Now I don't have to pay for it. Even better. Yeah. I wanted to play it, but I suck at beat em up games. And I just like, mm -hmm. so I don't really have a ton of nostalgia for them because I was so bad at them and I never wanted to play them. But I was like, I kind of like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, but I'm also not a huge fucking nerd, so I'm not going to yeah. freak out. Just kidding. Uh, love what you love. Love is love. It's June. Uh, even if it's a turtle. Yes. <laughs> love what you love. <laughs> What's your favorite Ninja Turtle? It was always Raphael. Here's So two things. One. Oh, you're an angry boy. Ooh, one, it was Raphael because I definitely had like anger issues as a kid. So I, I identified with Raphael, Tasmanian Devil, like anyone. That's a, you were Taz and yeah. Raph. I know what kind of kid you were. But I also secretly all, like really, really liked Michelangelo because he was funny and I was also the class clown. Boy. But my brother liked Michelangelo. So I resented him for it because I couldn't also like Michelangelo. 
Mm, can't so, like the same thing. Yeah. Also, my name, I went by Mike as a kid. I went by Michael, my middle name. Mm-hmm. So, Michelangelo, Mikey. Mikey, I get yep. it. I'm a big fan of April O'Neil. Any girl in a yellow jumpsuit, I will jump all over her. Um, <laughs> That's why they call no, it a no, jumpsuit. No, <laughs> jump, yeah, you got to jump on it. No, I'm a Donatello dude. Absolutely. He's got he's got the the reach, man. That's yeah, dude got reach. And he's smart. And he's got purple. Fucking love purple. Yeah. Uh, Saints Row. Speaking of purple, Saints Row Boss Factory is a new app that will let players create and save up to six character designs that they can be used for the full Saints Row game when it comes out on August 23rd. So yeah, you can go ahead and start messing around making your character. Tons of options. Make yeah, you can you know, make anything. It looks like. Yeah. George Bush. Yeah. Have fun. <laughs> Put him in there. <laughs> I was uh, right I was curious like if you spend like three hours making your perfect character and this doesn't carry over to the real game and I'm glad to see that this confirms yes yes it, it does, does. Yeah. good just have fun and make your people before the game comes out uh, I I didn't understand this little this little joke until you know like six months ago but this has been rumored forever uh, the long awaited Cuphead delicious last course which means DLC mm. delicious yeah last yeah, course, yeah I DLC. had that realization really kind of the same time probably. Yeah, yeah. It's almost here as it released on June 30th. There we go. Uh, During the Summer Game Fest showcase, we were treated to a look at gameplay from Delicious Last Course, starring new character Miss Chalice. More Cuphead. Cuphead's fucking awesome. If you haven't played it, definitely play it. It's everywhere. DLC looks dope. Yup. Yup. Can't wait. I'm going to switch it up. I wish... This is a game that never came to Game Pass, even though Microsoft helped publish it. I wish they would do that. That is strange. I had it on Xbox, yeah. and I couldn't beat... I never beat it because I couldn't beat the fucking three-headed dragon thing. Mm-hmm. And then I played it on Switch, and I could I could finally beat it because I was playing it handheld, and the screen was smaller, and it was easier to keep track yeah. of everything at the same time. Gotcha. I'm very, very excited. It'll be cool. Neon, this is another game that people jazz for. Neon White, the, star, the stylish card-based shooter platformer, will be released on June 16th, also at the end of the week. Uh, developed by Donut County creator Ben Esposito, Neon White will be available Ooh. on PC and Switch. So here's the thing: people, I keep hearing people talk about Neon White. I don't think I've ever watched a video on Neon White. I have never I didn't watch this live. So. I've never heard of Neon White before this. I also did not know it was from Donut County. Don, DF and Smitty, who's in the chat right now, says Donnie is the goat. He has a Donut County tattoo on his arm. Donut County is awesome. I did not know that Neon White was uh, uh, from those guys. It looked. It looks fucking Japanese as hell, but it, I mean, it also looks like it would be fun if I were into that Japanese stuff. So, like, it looks like a cool game. Cool, cool. Yeah, it's I know a people are excited anime for me. For me. Yeah, well, believe me, I hate anime. Uh, alongside <laughs> confirming that Amplitude Studios' turn based strategy game, Humankind, will be coming to consoles on November 4th, we also received word of its new DLC, Cultures of Latin America. So, Humankind, basically civilization, similar yep. civilization. Um, and it's coming to consoles. I love those kind of games. So playing on a console would be really cool. Sweet. Very nice. Uh, let's see. The original flashback. So this is wild. I didn't know what this thing was, but I there was a dude in Discord I'm in who was doing backflips in his chair. The original flashback was released in 1992, and it looks to make a return in winter of 2022 with flashback, too. That's a lot of twos. So many twos. Basically, the game, <laughs> it's been 30 years since the first one, and they're like, hey, we're or making a sequel. Or you can think sequel. about that as two 15s. Yeah, two hundred over one. Uh, the original <laughs> had gameplay similar to Prince of Persia and Another World, and we shouldn't have to wait too much longer for more details on how it played this year. Again, don't know what it is. 
it's a game from 1992, and they're like, by the way, here's a sequel. Have yeah. fun, guys. They were right. like, 30 years in the making, one of your favorite games. And everyone I was watching was like, what the fuck is Flashback? This is a second one? Okay. I don't know. I was probably one years old when this game came out, <laughs> the original. Um, it's insane. This was really cool. Yeah, it was. Witchfire was first announced at the Game Awards in 2017. Don't remember that original release, because that's been a long time. Uh, has gone quiet mostly since. And now we received a brand new look at the first-person shooter game, and I promise that it will enter early access in the near future. Witchfire looks just fucking dope. If you would have told me, hey, we're going to get another look at Witchfire, I was like, cool, don't know what that is, don't care. And then whenever it finally like, they started playing the trailer and the gameplay, and I was like, oh, I remember this game, and it looks like Medieval Destiny. It's at 100% mm. like you're doing spells with one hand. A lot of the gestures look the same as like a warlock there. The cool gunplay, all just set in medieval times with some castles and some some cool shit. So, yeah, I'm very into this game. Yep, very excited. One of my cool. one of my top three Game Fest announcements, and that's not saying much because uh, there there aren't well, a lot of well, good Game Fest announcements. Yeah, there's probably four good ones. Uh, yeah. Fort Solace <laughs> is a sci-fi thriller. Here's another one of the space games. Yep, uh, Fort Solace is Spooky a sci-fi space. thriller. Spooky Space Time that stars uh, Troy Baker and Red Dead Redemption 2's Roger Clark. So Arthur Morgan and uh, Joel are going to fight in space or something. Yeah. I don't know. And this this did look interesting, and it it looks like more of one of those uh, like kind of a narrative-type game. What was it? Tacoma. Do you remember Tacoma from the people who yeah, had yeah, gone yeah. home? Mm -hmm. And it was like in space. It seems like it's going to be along that kind of pace, that kind of idea of a game. So, But kind of like Spooky Space, so. Yeah, I'm into it. What's going on in space? I got to figure out. I'm Troy Baker. Oh, I'm Troy Baker, and I'm Arthur Morgan, and you can't tell the difference. I'm Roger Clark, Arthur Morgan. <laughs> I got a plan. Uh, routine was announced nearly a decade ago, but that amount of time may not prepare us for the horrifying look at its gameplay that looks like a mix between Alien Isolation and Terminator. Yeah, this was a, sp a spooky robot game where the robots kill you, right? The routine. Routine. Was? Let me look it up again, real, real quick. Of course, if you just Google routine, it comes up with like a bunch of clocks. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Oh yeah, and the robots. Yeah, the robots that kill you, like the alien and alien. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was sneaky, sneaky robot stab. Is I think how I described it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm into this. Yeah, kind of spooky, stealthy robot stab. It reminds me of the uh, in Alien Isolation, having before you actually fight the aliens, you have to like get away from the droids or the. You know, the, yeah, the, the happy-go-luckies or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's <laughs> what, what this kind of reminds me of. Working Joes. Working I'm Joes. into it. Working Joes. Very cool. Uh, let's see. So Frost Giant, a studio consisting of ex-Blizzard staff, has unveiled their new post-apocalyptic RTS Stormgate. Uh, while we only saw the trailer, it showed an archaeologist crafting an ancient shield from artifacts. Uh, luckily, a mech-clad ally swoops in to save the day. Same Stormgate will have a beta in 2023, free-to-play when it releases. Yeah, it's a. I think it's like a one v one RTS or something like that. Yeah, they mentioned know. that like there will be. So it's, it's from the creators of of like StarCraft, and that made so much sense whenever I whenever I finally mm -hmm. heard it. I was like, what yeah. is this? It's kind of cartoony looking. And then they're like, oh, in StarCraft. Oh, I was like, okay, I know exactly what this game is now. But yeah, they said they will have traditional one v one. They're also going to have like larger three v three modes and that kind of stuff for it too. But yeah, free to play. That's a interesting. Uh, Can't complain about for that. that kind of title. We will see if it lasts longer than the... What was the Amazon one? Oh, the Amazon yeah, made they got, the... Uh, they got shit canned. I'll if you type in Amazon okay. Cancel Games, there's going to be so much. Yeah, so. it's going to be like, here's the whole Wikipedia page about all of them. <laughs> um, <coughs> excuse me. Uh, <laughs> God, this is wild. 
heads i love the way that they wrote this article before you check there is no goat simulator 2 however that didn't stop <laughs> goat simulator 3 from being announced with the dead island 2 parody trailer i uh, didn't see any gameplay but it looks to feature all the wild antics from the game's favorite goats once again so yes ghost simulator is a, is a great time the game's insane and wild and they made straight to three this is uh, the best trailer and, of the whole event oh yeah I knew I knew as soon as that person started like zipping up and was like this is this is the Dead Island trailer. This is mm-hmm. did Dead Island ever come out? I don't remember. This is exactly nope. a parody of that tra- I freaking loved it. It was great. Yeah. Except for and zombies it was goats. Yeah, it was just goats jacking it headbutton dude when he headbets them at the end. Like, <laughs> yeah. God, I love Ghost Simulator is a good time. You haven't played it. It's just like Tony Hawk silliness. But your goats, it's it's wild, it's crazy. Uh, Warhammer, 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 forty k, Dark Tide receives an extended gameplay trailer that showed off of uh, more of the sci fi follow up to Warhammer and Vermintide. It's a day one Game Pass game it comes out September seventh or September thirteenth. Excuse me. Why does this game uh, look great? And why have I always assumed that Warhammer was an RTS game? Because Warhammer literally makes about three video games a year. So there, oh, okay. there is there there literally are RTS versions of Warhammer that came out this year. Okay. Warhammer, okay. <laughs> uh, what is it? Dawn of War, Warhammer. 3. There was a Warhammer game, an RTS that came out this year. So that's why you think that. Got it. Um, but yeah, Warhammer 40k is just a sci-fi version of the fantasy stuff. So this one, you run around and you shoot aliens on a spaceship. It so looked fun. Like it looked like a good time yeah. that I would want to team up with some some fun friends. Day one Game Pass. Hell yeah. Absolutely. And yeah, I mean, I love Vermintide. And it's just like, oh, we're just, instead of fantasy, we're doing sci-fi. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm here. Vermintide was already good, so let me just do that. It's Dope. basically Left 4 Dead, but All right. fantasy sci-fi. So All good right. times. Uh, High Water is an upcoming action-adventure game that aims to let players explore a world ravaged by the effects of climate change. Super fun. I already don't remember this, but it doesn't sound fun. <laughs> I think it's like a dude in a big yellow suit, and there's like floods everywhere or something like that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I Yep, so he's he's... Like, the world is flooded, and he's going around on a little yellow raft. And I remember after watching the trailer, I was like, I have no idea what the fuck that game is. You know what it is? He takes off the mask. Al Gore. I told you so. <laughs> I told you so. Uh, <laughs> despite not featuring much gameplay, we did get a good look at the upcoming One Piece Odyssey game starring Monkey D. Luffy. Is that Luffy's name is Monkey D. Luffy? And many of the favorites from the anime. I don't care about One Piece. Let me be honest with you. One Piece fucking sucks. I'm glad it's finally. <laughs> the One Piece is a. Someone told me. I don't know if this is true. I think One Piece is about to end after like over a thousand issues or some shit like that. They're like, we're finally getting to the final arc. I'm like, oh my. Why is there so much of this anime or manga or whatever you want to call it? Oh God. I don't want to make. And people like it. It's very popular, but I've never. They're like, oh, watch 400 episodes. It gets good. No, thank you. In August 2019, Oda said that according to his predictions, the manga will end between 2024 and 2025. What is this? Ending after what 25 years. Jesus. You have fun with your stretchy arm pirates, I guess. I This, this the started the, the second half of the presentation, the anime as fuck part, where I yep. think I was just on my phone for most of it. Here comes more anime. Yep. Those who can't get enough of Genshin Impact will be happy to know Hoyoverse... Just shared more of Honkai, Star Rail, and Zenless Zones. Genshin Impact got more stuff, guys. It, but this is not. This is this is two things from the creators of Genshin Impact. Zen and Zenless Zone Zero has a cool like Z Z Z Z Z Z logo. Uh huh. All that blurs together. Uh-huh. It's just one big mm-hmm. 
purple milkshake in my mind. I don't know the difference between any of that <laughs> stuff. Purple milkshake. I have an ooze. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Nightingale, though. Mm, upcoming survival game from Aaron Flynn and Inflection. Uh, Summer Game Fest fans gave an extended look at the game in action. This is like Victorians go to uh, the Feywild and you survive yeah, and craft and yeah, stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was into this. It looks interesting this. every time I see it. I can get down with that. This one, everyone, apparently, go play this demo now because apparently this game I did. beats ass. Uh, okay, you can talk about it then. Metal Hellsinger received a new gameplay trailer and showed off more of the music-based rhythm shooter that has music uh, from Heavy Metal Legends as System of a Down. And there's a demo. So you played demo. What's going I on did. With this I played game? the demo. So this game, it kind of looks like, to me, it is Doom, but if you mix it with, like, Guitar Hero slash Beat Saber, slash whatever, you know, everything to the rhythm. Mm-hmm. You got to fight. You got to slash to the rhythm, shoot to the rhythm, reload to the rhythm, all that kind of stuff. Um, I something has to be wrong with my setup in that I had the same problem I had with Pat Upon Remastered where what's going on on the screen and what's going on on my controller do not sync. And it mm-hmm. was a terrible experience. And they even, they have, uh, they're like, hey, let's calibrate it, especially if you're using like wireless audio or the headphones. Latency or whatever. Yeah, that you yeah. can calibrate your video latency and your audio latency. And it's like, all right, we've calibrated for that. But it was still, it was so difficult to land perfect hits it was so i was missing like crazy and the time like i hit my finger on the button when i'm supposed to slash and it's calibrated for that delay but then the sound like that that hits at the right time and then you hear the sound of the sword slashing afterwards slightly after that and that's not on the beat and so that throws off it was not a good time for me i was very bad at it it also seemed like Doom 2016 versus Doom Eternal. Doom mm-hmm. Eternal was a little bit better about this, but Doom 2016 to me felt like I'm going to go into an arena and I will just sit there and they'll throw waves and waves of enemies at me until I'm done with this room. And then I'll move to the next room and I'll do the same thing. Mm-hmm. That's what this felt like. I go into a room, a very small room comparatively, and I just fight the same types of enemies for a few minutes until they're all cleared out and then I go to the next one. So I was high on this game going into the demo and very, very low on it coming out of it. But that might just be some kind of weird setup experience that no one else mm-hmm. has yeah if you think that it was on beat you would have, i mean you definitely would have had a better time for sure right yeah and this is coming from someone who is like a beat saber pro so it's like not that i'm bad at rhythm mm-hmm. things mm-hmm. it's just that it's like... been a while bud <laughs> <laughs> but no very cool yeah i hope uh either your setup gets better or they somehow make a way to calibrate that better because it does sound like a cool idea uh warframe universe is about to get much bigger um, open world expansion. I don't mean to try to say these Warframe words because, God, they don't make any sense. <laughs> uh, new trailer at Summer Game Fest. More info next month. People fucking love Warframe, and they're doing an open world expansion. So My favorite part of Warframe this announcement person. is What's-Her-Butt from Warframe was on stage, and she was talking about it. What's and Jeff, I don't remember her name. But Jeff was, Jeff was talking to her, and she's like, uh, I might do, uh, maybe we could say something about this. And he's like, Okay. And she's like, all right. And she says whatever it is. Like, it's a big reveal. Like, like everyone's going to be like, oh, my God. And so she says it. And then Jeff just goes, well, what's that? <laughs> and she's like, oh, shit. Now I actually have to explain this. And you don't know what this yeah. is. It was like, that was my one of my favorite moments of the entire show. Well, what's going on with that? What's that mean? <laughs> yeah. ah, great. Almost as good as The Rock getting 10 minutes to talk about oh the things Oh, my that God. He right? He was the new Shik Hydra man. It was, yeah, he was he just there for advertising. Man. Yeah, the shit was great. Uh, let's see. Get your uh, first look at 2.5D indie side-scroller adventure game, America Arcadia. 
There was a side schooler game called America Arcadia. American Arcadia. Let me remember what you were. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I kind of did like the art style of this, but I was not into the game itself. Pass, mm -hmm. pass, 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 pass. Understandable. Pass. Um, and so, right at the end of 2022's Game Fast Live, or Key Three, or some Naughty Three, Naughty Three, Naughty Dirty uh, Jeff Keeley uh, predictably announced that the press conference for return in 2023, uh, there will also be an in-person and digital event. So we also got news that E3 said that like E3, E3 is like, we're coming back next year. Keeley also says he's coming back next year with an in-person event. So there you go. That's everything at, uh, the game fest that Jeff Keeley did the naughty three and you'll have more next year. So Sweet. I guess we can do my segment now. Let's start with the ranking. If you did a one to 10, what would you put Summer Game Fest Ooh, overall? Oh, one to ten. Again, this is not ranking it against the other things that happened this no, week. No, we'll do this that once just, we get through them all. Yeah, yeah as as a games event. I'm gonna have to go right down the middle and say like a five. That's five. Yeah, I'm exploring the scale though. Like, yeah, like if it's a bad event, I'll go to a one or a two. I'm not an IGN where like bad is six. Well, I don't think that's how their scale works, but that's, that's exactly how treat no. It, yes. it is like if it's if it's a game that they absolutely hate, they won't. They they never go below a six on anything. Okay, unless uh, it's straight for up broken. Me, yeah, it's gotta be real bad. Um, for me, how would I put this? Because the thing is, a lot of it is honestly either wasn't presented super great or is kind of forgettable. For I do love how he's like manage your expectations, motherfuckers. Because you know, <laughs> maybe this one be the craziest thing ever. I did like a couple of them. But then not everything. We had that weird rock thing. I'm going to say... Uh, I'm going to be more forgiving than you. I'm going to say a seven. You know what? Swim I'm going to say a six. Oh, I'm going to say a six. Because, okay, okay. because there was cool stuff, but then there was just like a lot of like... I don't know. That, uh, a lot that I don't care about. Like when I was doing research for this episode, and I was looking at those other... Um, Things that we won't talk about, like wholesome game and da da da. Like there's mm -hmm. cool stuff here, but I'm like, there's not en enough for me to like really do a backflip. Um, so yeah, I think a six is fair because I think there were really cool things. I think parts of it were clunky. And when he said manage your expectations, fucking meant it. Uh, yep. Because he's like, I got like three things, and outside of that, so I think that's fair. Five and a six. That's where we're at right now. We'll rank that against the other ones later. I'm gonna take a break. Uh, not a break. A drink of water. <laughs> mm mm mm. Talked a lot today. All right. So, this isn't in order, but this is the next big one, everybody. Ooh. Xbox and Bethesda Game Showcase. We got a full breakdown, and this one's in order. I don't know why they weren't in order in the other one. This one's in order <laughs> of how things happened today. Uh, so, first thing up, everything shown is scheduled to release in the next 12 months, and I believe like 80% of the things shown were also all Game Pass Day 1. If we, if we get to next Naughty 3... And I see any of this shit again. I swear to God. <laughs> they're never going to show you the... There was one thing... Oh, the we'll get to it. But the Kojima thing I don't assume is coming in the next 12 oh, months. No, no. Yeah. I think they put that one after, like, everything's 12 months. And here's Kojima. Right, yeah. Because, <laughs> like, yeah, that's going to be a while. Uh, so, first up, Redfall is finally mm. making a second appearance at Xbox Bethesda Showcase. This time we got a gameplay trailer featuring Layla and her telekinetic abilities and spectral... Elevators. We also got a comprehensive look at the island where the game will take place. Uh, the trailer also outlined all the abilities of the characters in Redfall. Uh, so yeah, Redfall 
gameplay deep dive. We got a lot of stuff. Uh, how you feeling, Chad? Here, so like my seventh grade history teacher watching Josh Hartnett in Thirty Days of Night, I was concerned for the main character and whether or not they'd escape the vampires. That's a vampire movie, right? It yeah, is. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, but this is kind of a joke on the podcast, but also kind of not really a joke. This is another arcane mm -hmm. game, and those vampires have very big hands. That's their like, art style, isn't it? I, I can't, like, Dishonored 1, I can't get into that game because of the art style and how big their hands are compared to the rest of their... It's, like, so off-putting to me. And apparently mm -hmm. Dishonored 2 is better about it, but then you come back to this, and that, that's literally, like, the first thing I noticed was, like, oh, their hands are so big. <laughs> Why does it bother you so me, much? I have no idea, but it completely took me out of it. Um, and the, the concept of it all looks great, but it's just like, I don't know, it's just so off-putting to me for some reason. You got to get over the hand thing, man. Um, I, I'm very into it. Again, I love Arcane. And the fact they're just like, hey, how about Left for Dead except for vampires? I'm like, fucking there. Let's go, baby. All the characters having the different uh, abilities. I'm definitely claiming Layla. Number one, because she's black. Number two, because she has uh, fucking psychic powers. So you can't take that away from me. Because that's my thing. So no, again, I'm very into it. But I was always going to be into a fucking Left for Dead style game with vampires. That sounds cool. Um, even with the big hands, I don't care. Make them bigger. <laughs> Make them three times as big. Uh, a little more about the game from the, some of the developers. Uh, we put an inordinate, inordinate, right? Yes. Inordinate amount of time into work, uh, of work, into making the single player feel right. Says Harvey Smith, studio director at Arcane Austin. Uh, with no desire to make solo and multiplayer separate modes, Smith and his colleagues set about creating a game that worked as a satisfying single player game as much as it did a great co-op experience. It was very important to uh, important to us that we allow you to play the game alone, says Smith, so you can pick up, uh, so you can pick your way along very slowly, play at your own pace, observe things at a distance, harvest resources, do the things you probably like doing in an arcane game. So I thought this was interesting because it's definitely been shown to us as like four-player, again, Left 4 Dead, go kill the vampire stuff. Right. But they're like, oh, no, we, we're arcane. We know how people like to play Dishonored and Deathloop and those kind of things. So this game was made to be played single player if you want to do that. And you can like also that. have all the friends. And That's like cool. comparatively like for like Left 4 Dead and, and Back 4 Blood, like those games are not fun single player. You cannot play those by yourself. No. They're awful. Yeah. <laughs> um. So next up, probably, honestly, the biggest shocker, I think, of all time Uh if you know you know because people were like where the fuck is this game they've been yeah. saying it forever yeah they hollow knight silk song they showed oh, it they still didn't show where the fuck it is <laughs> well no we don't know where it is but we do know next 12 months mm. hollow knight silk song was announced as a day one game pass release uh hollow knight sequel follows a new main character named hornet it's explorer far away kingdom for the original game uh trailer showed more of the frenetic combat and metroid style exploration people have been like where the fuck is hollow knight silk song every time that like there's been a nintendo director like are we going to show Hollow Knight's song with this? <laughs> um, and then they were shown at Xbox, day one on Game Pass. We know it's the next 12 months. That's all. I'm like, thank you. I just, I wish I had a release date because I'm still like, where the fuck is this video game? But we know it's coming the next year. It's on Game Pass. This was the biggest surprise. I was not expecting Hollow Knight's song to be at the Xbox thing right. of all yeah. things shown. Yeah, I'm very excited. I love, love Hollow Knight. Very into Silk Song. Again, I'm just like, ready. Yep. Ready now. Thank you. You don't have to pay for it if you don't want to. That's pretty cool. Yep. Uh, God, this one. The minute. Hell yeah. I, the minute I heard the gun talk, I'm like, we're fucking in. Yep. I'm in. Yep. I, every time I hear that voice, I'm like, oh, yeah. I saw, oh, I saw geez, Squanch Games at the beginning, and I said, fuck it. I'm in. I don't care what is it is. is. It could. Yeah, the Squanch Games is, is Justin Roiland's studio. 
God, just the minute he does the fucking Morty, oh, jeez, oh, Rick, I don't know. <laughs> yep. God, I fucking love it. And the it. gun that's uh, like shooting the kids, like, oh, those are my kids, but don't worry, it's really easy to make more. They die at the end. <laughs> uh, your JB Smoove was like the shotgun or whatever, right? <laughs> hey, man, what are you doing? The guy, he's the black dude from Sp in the Spider-Man Tom Holland movies, the teacher. But anyways, High on Life is what we're talking about. Upcoming FPS game from Rick and Morty creators. Uh, from the trailer, it looks like we didn't expect a ton of jokes and strange guns, grenades, and other tools to talk back. So yeah, all your guns and stuff talk to you, and it's all fucking Justin Roiland and, and friends doing their fucking Rick and Morty voices, and it's, it's perfect. Great. It's it perfect. I can't wait. I The oh, GG man. app, I don't know if you use the GG app at all, mm -hmm. but I literally, the only thing over the past four days that I've booted it up to say I want to play this is this game. I went to search yeah. for it. It wasn't there. I came back two hours later to search for it again just so I can add it to my want to play and list. It was there. Yeah, it's just like humans are used as drugs, and then you fight back. And then, of course, at the very end, whenever that weird commercial is, I'm like, this is just from that episode of Rick and Morty when he, the inter, inter interdimensional cable or whatever, commercial yeah. TV. Oh, my. I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm into my eyes, Johnson. <laughs> are my prices too low? I don't know. I hope they aren't. <laughs> so fucking good. Yeah, that was great. I love, I love that. Uh, let's see. <coughs> Excuse me. This one was wild. Can this is work? big, yeah. My this is a big one. Microsoft announced Riot Games' biggest titles are coming to Xbox Game Pass soon. Uh, we have a sizzle reel trailer of games coming to the service. Uh, we'll include League of Legends, League of Legends Wild Rift, Valorant, uh, fucking all the Riot Games. All the, the games that have 20 million players that I don't play. Uh, now while these games are technically free to play, locked agents, cards, and champions will become free purchases when it arrives to Xbox Game Pass. So yeah, uh, I believe this is specifically for... Well, because some of these games are mobile, or yeah, a couple of those are mobile, right. and then the PC version. But yeah, you just get all of the uh, all the heroes and stuff because that's the thing is these are free to play games. They're very big, but I know like Legion of Legends just got like 180 characters or whatever, and it's like, oh yeah, you can just have them all and go get yelled at because you suck at the game. But hey, <laughs> I think I'm probably gonna probably play Valorant now because I have PC and I can get all the agents and I can try to get and we'll see. But that was that's yeah. a big one. Like, hey, the biggest game company in the world, we got all their stuff for free part of our service yeah that's huge this was also i f i i racked my brain for a good 12 seconds trying to think but i think this is the first time that xbox game pass has not only included console and pc but also mobile stuff and like directly tying into mobile games not directly games to streamed, mobile stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah but like league of legends wild rift is a native mobile game uh and it now has game pass integration so like that's i think you might be right that's a big uh, a big platform that they're jumping onto. That's very cool. That, that's a big get. Uh, let's see. Today, we also get a new, longer gameplay trailer for A Playtale Requiem. Mm -hmm. uh, from the trailer, it's clear the story will take a darker turn as our protagonist... How do you say her name? You know. You love this game. Um, Amicia. Derune. Becomes crueler, more aggressive about killing your enemies. You love the first one, right? Am oh, I, I did. Loved it. Yeah, we played yeah, it as yeah. a barf game like two years ago. It was fantastic. Uh, and this one is coming this year. I don't remember if there was a date on it. You might double check that for me. But I believe that's coming this year, and I believe it's also on Game Pass. Yes, it was on Game Pass. There are... I So, because we made predictions, which I'll revisit at the end of this segment. Okay, um, good, good, good. And one of my predictions was everything comes to Game Pass. So I was specifically looking. The only thing that did not come to Game Pass was Diablo 4. Yes. Because that deal... That, let me say, that game will be on Game Pass... Probably, I don't know, a week after that deal goes through. But anyways, yeah. can't say it right now. Uh, so yeah, the next... By the way, very excited for Playtale. Fucking, what a cool game. This game looks wild. It looks really cool. 
all them rats everywhere. Yeah. Uh, the next Forza Motorsport finally got a gameplay trailer showing off the level of realistic graphics. The game will debut. Games confu- confirmed to feature ray tracing and more realistic damage to cars as they rub against each other in the track. Now, this one, which is like, hey, look how big our dick is. And it's like, <laughs> it's very pretty. Everything's insane. Again, I don't care about motorsport. I prefer Horizon having the fun stuff. This is too, like, technical semi for me. But it looks fucking amazing. It does. So, there's uh, that. The reflections of the cars in each other... Like that's and like distorted because wow. like the wheel wells are like popping out. Uh-huh. Oh man, uh-huh. it looks crazy. All I, that I shit that it. you're never gonna see because your car's gonna be beat to shit <laughs> because you're terrible at <laughs> it. Crashing into walls yep. and stuff. Um, I just love how like the time of day like affects like the heat on the track and then like that's the sun much. moves and shit. <laughs> that's like too much. Like I know that's a real thing in racing, but like yeah, if it if it starts daylight and then goes to night in the middle of your race and you gotta like readjust the. You can not only readjust like your tires and stuff, like, but like you, the compounds. Like you can change the compounds in your tires that mm. some might grip better. That's uh, too much. You know, this is not a game for me. This is yeah. for the real nerd, the people who love like Gran Turismo and like, oh, I want to change the PSI and my t- my left front tire. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I don't care about this shit. I'm happy for you, but it looks pretty. That's all. I'll say. Yep, very pretty. Uh, I did not realize that this is Microsoft's oldest gaming franchise. I never I thought of it when they said that, but then I'm like, oh yeah, I guess that makes sense because I played this on PC back in the day. Uh, Microsoft Flight Simulator celebrating fourth anniversary. A uh, ton of new aircraft, including gliders and helicopters. They got the Wright Brother thing. They got the Spirit of St. Mm-hmm. Louis. They got all those old school planes and helicopters. Uh, additionally, the fucking Pelican from Halo is also in the game today. Yep. And they go into space with it, which is a fucking yep. crazy thing. I downloaded so, that immediately as I was watching it. Yeah, I I, shoot off I remember being excited for this game, and I can't believe I haven't played it yet. And the beauty of yeah, Game Pass, download good. everything, play nothing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, Flight Simulator is great, but it's like it's also like with Forza, it's like, are you really into playing? If you're really into playing, you're gonna yeah. jazz just like Josh Hartnett. Um, <laughs> if not, you know, it's it's a simulator, but I think it's it's pretty good. This one, I forgot again. Basically, I love how this showcase was called the Xbox Bethesda Showcase, but secretly also Activision Blizzard. Right, <laughs> they just can't say it yet, but it's like. It's his Activision Blizzard. Uh, Overwatch 2 was announced as a 2022 October release. Uh, the new gameplay trailer also gave us a look at uh, the new looks of characters. We met the newest character, Junker Queen, who was a gladiatorial warrior from the Badlands that used a lever-action shotgun and a large axe. Overwatch 2 Early Access Beta begins on October 4th of this year. I believe the Early Access is free-to-play as well. Um, so yeah, Overwatch 2 coming out. Again, yeah. not a huge Overwatch fan. I know a lot of people are. So Yeah, it, I think... I don't remember them ever announcing that two was going to be free to play, but I like seeing that today. I was like, "Oh, that's that's big. That that's going to be." Free I wonder to play. if it's just for the for the early access. I don't. There's no way that the game's free. I think it's free. Uh, I think it was from the tweet because this is Blizzard actually did this twice during the conference. This and Diablo Four, yeah, they spoiled it with a tweet. That, yeah, I remember them saying in the conference it was free to play, but then they also only talked about the early access beta. But is the full game free to play? I mean, you're going to look it up for me. I'm looking. If it, it up, is, yeah. that's wild. Because I mean, they'll make plenty of money doing uh, cosmetics and stuff. They'll be fine. Um, I also like the new girl. She's basically Australian girl with an axe and a gun. Yeah, so it's it's free to play. It's it free, free to, play to play and has early access. Both. Wow, they're yeah. going free to play with Overwatch too. Look at that. Free to play and so cross I guess that play. one technically is yeah. on Game Pass because it's free. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So you know that's a big one. I know people are excited. Maybe I'll get into two. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, announced just a few days before, Aura History Untold is a turn-based historical grand strategy uh, grand strategy game. It'll be available day one on uh, Windows PC with PC Game Pass. Though the release date hasn't been announced yet. This is also another, hey, you know Civilization? Here's a Civilization game. 
Um, so going on PC makes plenty of sense because they like it there and it'll be on Game Pass. Again, if you're into it, you like it, you know what's up. Uh, let's see. <laughs> I, I love how they do this. So I like how you earlier you were like, if a single one of these things is a next year's show, I'll riot or whatever. <laughs> um, these next two will absolutely be there because they're always there. Yep. They do it so quick, too. They're like, hey, we know. The people who like it, like it. The people who don't give a fuck, don't give a fuck. We're going to take three minutes of your time. Um, Elder Scrolls Online High Isle expansion released on June 21st for console. And then The Pit, which is a really good part of the Fallout 3 DLC, uh, location will be coming at Fallout 76 this September. So there you go. Our online games have DLC. Have fun for you people who still play it. I'm just bummed that Fallout uh, 76 is still getting support. Like, <laughs> stop it. Why are you it. bummed? Stop it. What if it's good, though? But what if no, it's good it's and you not, just think it's bad? No, it's not. But it's not. It's not. But you it's don't not. know that. It's not. People who love Matt from R.I., like, would rather lose his testicles than lose Fallout as a franchise from the world. And mm-hmm. I've made that decision for him. And he hates Fallout 76. It's, it's terrible. Mm-hmm. It's dumb. When was the last and time we played it, we, though? Well, the last time we played it was when it went on Game Pass. We played it as a foursome, and mm-hmm. it was not fun. Did have fun? Okay. So, uh, yeah, put that energy into a new Fallout game, which I also won't play because it's so brown and boring and jank. But Fallout... Have you played Fallout 4? No, I have not, but I played so much Fallout 3 and I heard it was That game's not brown at all. I heard it was colorful Fallout 3 and I did not enjoy Fallout 3. You're crazy. You don't like good games. Uh, Forza (laughs) Horizon 5. By the way, please keep doing this, Forza. Forza Horizon 5 is getting Hot Wheels DLC. It's fucking great. It's awesome. Um, Expansion will feature tracks with winding packs, vertical turns, loop-de-loops... Plus of uh, Hot Wheels toy cars releases in July. Yeah, they're just like, hey, literally put giant orange tracks in the, in sky. the world, like <laughs> in the sky, <laughs> in, in volcanoes. Yeah. God, what a fun DLC! That's yeah, why I like. Good. See, this is why I like Horizon. I don't have to worry about my fucking tire pressure on my Hot Wheels car. <laughs> uh, this is so. This when I first saw it, I'm like, oh yeah, I remember this. This yep. man's gonna show up, cool. But then I read this story afterwards. And I'm like, what the fuck is this video game? Arc two. Everyone remembers Ark Survival Evolved as a really popular survival game where you, you know, have dinosaurs and you build houses and throw poop at people. Uh, Ark 2 got another reveal trailer and is now dated to release in 2023, a bit of delay from its 2022 release date. Uh, will also be confirmed to release on uh, Game Pass Day 1. So this is the video game that Vin Diesel is mm. riding a T-Rex because Vin Diesel's like, I'm going to be in Ark 2 as the main character of Ark 2. He's also like a producer on the game, like an executive producer yeah. or something like that. You know, because Vin Diesel's got a Vin Diesel. So here was, <laughs> it was it was either part of a tweet or a press release or something afterwards. Here's what this game is, because Ark is, again, a multiplayer survival game. Fight dinosaurs, build your houses, whatever. Dude, let me tell you what the fuck Ark 2 is. It's not that at all. Uh, after the game got a trailer at the Xbox Bethesda Showcase, developer Studio Wildcard sent a press release explaining a number of newly announced features and included some surprising details. The biggest is that the game swaps uh, from first person to third person, promising advanced character traversal mechanics, including mantling, free climbing, parkour, sliding, and swinging. Connected to that change is a promise of melee combat similar to Souls games, offering target lock, block, dodges, combos, staggers, and special attacks with a focus on player skill. Uh, R2 will also include an entirely opposing AI for- force called the Aritai who hunt and attack you while riding their own tame creatures as they seek to drive human interlopers from the world. What? 
That'd be like if you're like, hey, Minecraft is a cool thing. How about Dark Souls next? That doesn't make any, <laughs> this game doesn't make any sense. Yeah. I mean, maybe it'll be cool as hell, but they literally like, here's a, a, a multiplayer survival game you play with your friends, you ride dinosaurs. And they're like, now it's third person, and we have Dark Souls, and you have to fight dinosaurs with Dark Souls combat. What? Yeah. What? Big U-turn or right turn. I mean, cool. I mean, yeah. if I get a fight against Vin, if I get a like backstab Vin Diesel for a critical hit, whatever. I'll, if we I'll, can, I'll if everyone can play as Vin Diesel and it's just like a big giant mob of Vin Diesels fighting each other, I will play that game. <laughs> yeah, could you imagine getting? You've been invaded by Vin, and he comes in and he's all red. You know, that's what happens in Dark Souls. You get invaded. It's a good time. Uh, all right, so this game upsets me. We get a first trailer. We got a first look trailer at the extremely graphic and wet gameplay of Scorn. <laughs> Why'd they put that in there? H.R. Uh, Geiger-inspired world features plenty of fleshy gore with every surface and character being made of skin, organs, and bones. Scorn was also announced to release October 21st, day one game pass. So we've seen this game for a while. It's a very pretty, again, it's the techno-organic stuff. Like, the Geiger was a weird dude. Yeah. Like, How about we make a video game about that? It's just, like, bodies stuck in, like, metal and, like, umbilical cords and that's... Uh, I'm not a fan, but hey, it looks pretty. <laughs> looks very pretty. I remember this was shown off at the uh, Series X like reveal, I think, mm -hmm. as like one of the very first games running on the. And so I was confused at this one. It said first look trailer. I was like, wait a minute, is this a new game? I thought there's a. Nope. Okay, got it. That game just still hasn't come out. Yeah. Yeah, I'll probably play it. It's just here's the thing. Again, love Alien, but when you look at the Geiger sketches of what Alien's supposed to be, it's a lot more phallic. A lot more penises and vaginas. <laughs> um, and I didn't realize that it's supposed to be... I hate mechanical organic stuff. It really bothers me when it's like, oh, like I've... Because it's not just like skin. It's like, here's the insides of a creature coming out of like a metal contraption. Uh, and yeah. it's one creature. I don't like that at all. Because <laughs> the alien's supposed to be like, its face has got like tubes on it. And, but you can't really tell it's all black. So it's just like, that could be organic. That's not a big deal. But then you look at his things and it's got like metal and fucking ugh. I mean, I have fun playing it, but it I can't I can't deal with it. Uh, Flintlock, The Siege of Dawn is a third person action RPG in which you wield both guns and melee weapons. Uh, released in early 2023, available on Game Pass. Uh, this game looks really cool to me yeah. just because it's like, hey, you've got you go around and you swing an axe and you shoot things and you got magic and you got a fox with you. Looks like a cool game to me. I think I saw this a couple months ago. They had an early preview of it. Um, looks really cool. Yeah, I'm in, I'm 100% into this game. I was also really curious. It's like, what does that fox do? Because I think we went through the whole trailer. And we never saw it do anything other than just be cute. And I was like, I'm I'm okay if you just have a cute fox following you around. But like, what does it do? No, whenever wise? there's a little yellow triangles, the fox like teleports you into the triangles. That's it though? It's like a magic fox. Magic I think fox. I hope you kill Yeah. Um, Minecraft Legends is a new action strategy game coming to Xbox and PC early 2023. Uh, seems you'll be leading minions from sheep to creepers against invading hordes of piglin from the nether. So it looks like an action game from Minecraft. Cool. 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 I think I, we'll play, but no. I, well, Minecraft Dungeons was actually like a, a legit cool dungeon crawler. I had fun time. And with I that. had fun time with my, my niece and nephew playing that. But it's that voxel aesthetic, which this actually looks slightly different than the traditional Minecraft stuff. It does stuff, look a little different. Which yeah. I enjoy more, but like, yeah, eh, I'll pass. I'll pass. Yeah, and it'll still have 30 million players because Minecraft's on the title. And that's yep. what the kids care about. Yep. Um, this one, I was Speaking of capitalizing on something being in the title. 
Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> Lightyear Frontier uh, as a mech exploration and farming game, sort of like Stardew Valley with a giant mechanical suit. Nonviolent game where we'll be exploring distant planets and building farms. Uh, also features co-op with up to three friends. Spring 23 Game Pass. I was like, this looks cool. Again, I was like, yeah, this is a fucking farming game where you have to farm in a mech and you're on <laughs> alien planets with your friends. I was like, you know, that looks like a cool chill out, just like dick around with the kid kind of a game. I get down with that. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not into the like resource management, town building, farming. Bro, you don't want to build a farm? Nah. You know Pass. what? There's a there's a town building game coming up that I know you're interested in, so I don't want to hear that. Ooh, um, have I forgotten something? I no, I just didn't realize that it had town building in it, and now oh. we know it does. And you're gonna you were already interested. Okay. Uh, okay. I love this one. Gunfire Reborn, a shoot 'em up roguelike that were released in October 2022. That's what they wrote up. This was the <laughs> one where it was like kind of cell shaded. We were all animals, like with guns and weapons, and kind of like Eastern looking vibe on it. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. In my brain, I wrote this off as Baby Borderlands. Yeah. I, I didn't think yeah. about that. You're kind of right. Baby Borderlands. There's just a ton of different types of guns that do cool shit, and you're. Yeah. yeah. I will probably pass, even yep. though it'll be free. Uh, this one looked cool. Last Case of Benedict Fox mm -hmm. is a new story-focused uh, Metroidvania game with a gothic art style. Trailers showed how gameplay revolved around entering the consciousness of a dead person and supernatural abilities. Released this being 2023, day one game pass. So this was like, hey, it's the 40s, and this guy's got a fucking demon attached to him, and he's like exploring and doing... You know, solving the case with my gumshoe, see? But there's a demon inside of my head. Oh, the game looks fucking cool. It does. It, uh, it It's, you know, that same, like, puzzle platform, Metroidvania-type stuff that, like, the last couple of years is getting me real good. I'm mm -hmm. really into it. So I'm moody. It. Such good atmosphere. Lots of purple like, and hey, I'm, I'm here to do the, the case. And the demon's like, let me into your head so I can go in your father's memories. All right, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> it was a fun time. Uh, let's see. So this one. We're going to talk about this one. As Dust Falls is the first game from mm. Interior Night. Uh, features rotoscope graphics and will be interactive drama playable with up to eight people. Releases on July 19th uh, on Xbox Game Pass. So this was a game that was like looked like a motion comic. I think yeah. that they showed last year. People were like, what the hell is this? And apparently it won an award from Tribeca Film Festival. But it when we got the news of playable with up to eight people, I'm like, oh, That's this is it. a super massive game. If art house people made it. Exactly. That's what yep. it sounds like to me. That's what sold it for me. Uh, as soon as I saw, oh, multiplayer? Yep. 100%. Let's do this. Game Pass Day 1. Get the boys going. Let's go. We could do that. We get the boys together and play. And it's like, this is so artsy and fucking like, oh, I'm going to tell a deep, weird story. But I'm like, eight people does sound like a good time. So, yeah. uh, very interesting. Tribeca. What, what, a, what a move. We won an award at Tribeca. <laughs> <laughs> Not to Becca. Not for Becca. We got Tribeca. <laughs> Tribeca. You know who wasn't there? That actor from 40 Days and 40 Nights. <laughs> uh, let's see. Naraka Blade Point is coming to consoles for the first time with crossplay confirmed and a new campaign mode. It releases on June 23rd, 2022. Another game from Asia that has 60 million players I've never fucking heard of before. This was... One of two games that they advertised join 10 million players in blah, blah. This was, they literally said that exact line in this and then in yeah. something like three minutes later. I'm just like, I, it doesn't look interesting, but again, I'm sure it's huge and well, I won't play it. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, they described it as like a, it's a battle royale, I think it was, with a bunch of different with abilities. Like, and, yeah. Like sword stuff. Interesting. Uh, look at it. Obsidian. They're doing another Whoa. one. <laughs> Obsidian revealed their next game, Pentiment, as a narrative crime uh, story set in 16th century Bavaria. Pentiment follows Andreas Maller, 
a traveling artist who stops at an abbey to make an illustrated uh, to an illuminated manuscript. But the story takes a turn when Andrea's mentor is accused of murder. Uh, you got to solve the case. Could take up to twenty five years, and your main character will keep being caught up in incidents. But it's just, it's like, think of you know, um, again, what what, what century, sixteenth century. So you know, like anytime, like a knight was like reading a book, like that kind of illustration. Yep. But you're playing the game in that illustration mode. It looks very cool. Bold very choice. Art style. Hate everything about very it. Very bold. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how. But again, it being free, and like maybe I'll check it out. I'm yeah. like, this is definitely swinging for something that I don't know if I like, but it could end up actually being. Cool. I think I the know, thing that say. that was so that was most repelling to me was it's an Obsidian game, so mm-hmm. lots of lots of reading and dialogue choices and things like that, and there are. There are uh, no no voice acting, obviously, but th- yeah. the font that they use is not a font that's really easy to, to read. Yeah, it's got to fill in while they're talking. Well, it's filling in while they're talking, which is fine, but it's just like the the script. It's like old the English. scripting, old English. Yeah, it's, yeah. Like, it's not easy to read, especially when you have to read paragraphs of which one of these do I want to respond with. And it's if the game is all reading and no, pass, 100% pass. Yeah. Get out of there. I hate I- it. I'm sure seven people at Obsidian made this game because that's what Obsidian does. They're like, hey, you ten people, you want to do a thing? Go for it. Yeah. So, but again, I'm not paying them for it, but I'm with you. I'm like, I don't know. This is a bold choice, Cotton. We'll see if it pays off. Uh, Grounded is finally leaving early access in September. There you go. Game's fully out. They even said the story's complete. Hey, Chad, we know you tried to talk shit about the story not being in early access day <laughs> one. The story's out, Chad. Um, so I'm excited to go back to this, play with the kid, because there have been like seven updates of like tons of new content, and now the story's done, so cool. You know the only bad thing, well, I was not a fan of this game, but the, the terrible thing about the design of it, I don't know if it's still this way, but like all of your progress is saved to one person's server. Mm-hmm. So like I remember we were, play, we were playing for game night when it first came out, and there were like six or seven of us playing, but it was all saved to Matt from Rhode Island's server, and if mm-hmm. Matt wasn't playing, you couldn't do anything. You couldn't get on that. Or server. if he decided yeah. he didn't like that it. game anymore, all your progress is lost, and you have to oh, start it's all over. gone. Yeah, I haven't played it in a while, so I don't know if that'll be fixed or not. But it's coming out early access, so it'll be full game. Um, let's see, Araban Shadow Legacy set to release in 2023, confirmed day one gate pass. This was the game where like the robots were chasing the girl, and she could turn into like a shadow. Um, oh, this was sneaky, sneaky robot stab. This was sneaky, sneaky yeah. robot stab. Not the other one that I said was sneaky, sneaky robot stab. I'm into oh, this. this. Is sneaky robot yeah, stab. this is yeah. yeah, this is stealthy sneaky robot stab. I liked it a lot. That seems pretty cool. I want to know more about it. Uh, I think it's from Raw Fury. Um, so that'll be good times. This one, because so at this point I was like, after we saw Pentiment and we after saw Erevan and Narak, basically coming off Naraka and then Pentiment, I was like, all right, we're getting a little bit of a lull. And then it was like, oh, hey, the Necromancer's here. I'm like, oh, well, here we go. Uh, <laughs> Diablo 4 showed off the new Necromancer class as its last class confirmed for the game. We saw new gameplay played on an Xbox uh, of the new character casting blood and bone spells as well as summoning undead minions. Diablo 4 will be released next year with crossplay and cross progression on all the consoles and PC. So that was a very good pick me up at that time. I was yeah, like, oh, yeah, boy. yeah, yeah. Very The minute this. we saw that character, I'm like, oh, that's literally the Necromancer from fucking Diablo 3. Like, what are we doing here? Yeah. Uh, yeah, how do you feel? Because you're the big Diablo boy. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I was very into this, and I I cannot remember if we've seen gameplay from this, but I this was surprising to me and shocking to me that they went There's a with, lot of gameplay in this. Yeah, one. it was – I love the – the darker, grittier art style that they went back to. I know a lot of people complained around when Diablo 3 came out, and they're like, this is like cartoony, wow-looking stuff uh, compared to like the grittier, darker Diablo 2. And so to see the fact that they like 
made a hard U-turn and went back that way for Diablo 4. I'm I'm really into it. In fact, it, it made me immediately say, ooh, why am I playing Diablo Immortal right now? <laughs> I don't want to play something say, that looks like this. Your love affair with Diablo Immortal might be over, uh, huh? Yeah, I, it, honestly, I was I had that exact thought. I was like, I kind of want to go play now Diablo 2 Remastered and then Diablo 4. I don't want to play this anymore. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm very <laughs> pumped for this. The fact that it's coming in the next 12 months is very exciting for me. Um, I can't wait. I, there's a... You can register to be a part of the alpha as of like two days ago mm-hmm. so i've definitely registered for that into very it cool yeah i'm very excited for diablo that'll be that'll be cool i mean my first one i really like play at launch so that'll be a fun time uh sea of thieves season seven you can be a captain buy a ship all your more stuff for sea of thieves sea of thieves is cool i like it this is um, a fun little more song i liked this trailer yeah. a lot Singing, this was yeah, the second thing that said join 10 million players in blah 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 it did yep it definitely did uh, Ravenlock is a 2023 release that'll come to Game Pass on day one for the makers of Echo Generation. By the way, if you like Stranger Things, which is season four, everyone's excited for for the Stranger Things. Echo Generation was a game, the, the game that they did last time. I believe it's still on Game Pass. It's just fucking pixel art Stranger Things. So check that out. This new one looks like, hey, girl goes to Fantasyland and has a pixel art adventure. It looks a lot cool. like uh, Alice in Wonderland. Like in this yeah. 3D pixel art kind of thing, especially like the the queen at the end, yeah, like hanging over the thing, queen, yeah, for sure, yeah. But also like the yeah. rabbit, and yeah, yeah. Um, seems like a, there's a cool studios, but I don't think a lot of people played their games. I think people should check out Echo, Gener- Echo Generation before this one comes out. Uh, Cocoon, <coughs> excuse me, is a new sci-fi puzzle game from Geometric Interactive and lead uh, gameplay designer Jippe Carlson. Jippe. J-A-P-P-E, whatever. Unlike Carlson's previous works, Inside in Limbo, this new release uh, set in the bright sci-fi world Alien Planet. Cocoon is set for 2023. So basically, it's like, yo, the dude who did Limbo and Inside is making a new game. Yes. This is where my internet started to go out every Mm. couple of minutes. And so my stream stopped, and then I had to load it up on my phone using LTE, and I was bouncing. So I missed some of, like, the rest of this stuff, but... It's just like you jump in balls and then like you go into another world, but you're like inside the one, inside the next one. Very colorful and like you're doing like puzzles and jumping around and messing into with uh, balls and stuff. Uh, Wo Long Fallen Dynasty is a new game from Team Ninja set in Chinese Three Kingdoms period. The reveal trailer seems to hit the game will mix historical and supernatural elements, including mythical creatures like dragons. Early 2023, Game Pass Day 1. So this one, I was like, I don't know if I'm going to like this game. Because I don't really like the aesthetic of Team Ninja stuff. But then I play Team Ninja games. I'm like, these games are fun to play. Yeah. So like uh, Ninja Gaiden, Neo, I think it was the last things they made. So I'm like, I don't know about this setting and this aesthetic, but that gameplay is going to be fire. So I guess we'll have to see. Yeah, I missed this trailer completely, but like I'm just Googling images of it right now. And I know that I like Team Ninja stuff generally. So yeah, I'll play it, especially on Game Pass Day (laughs) 1. Exactly. And then here we come to the big stuff. We're getting at the end of the story. This one was the next two announcements. They started they, this one. They brought out Phil Spencer and he started to talk. And I'm like, is he about to say the, the fucking thing? I think he's about to say in both times. He said the thing I thought he was about to say in a fucking <laughs> wild. Uh, so a boatload of Persona games are coming to Xbox, including Persona 3 Portable, Persona 4 Golden and Persona 5 Royale uh, or Royal whatever, Royale Royal. They're confirming to come to Game Pass, but only Persona 5 has a release date slated for October 21st. That's wild that Persona is coming to Xbox, especially because I don't remember, I'm pretty sure when 5 came out, they're like, no, this is PlayStation exclusive, guys. PlayStation 
they got this exclusive. And then Phil comes out and was like, we got games from our buddies at Atlas. I'm like, oh, it's all the fucking Persona games. Fucking watch <laughs> yep. it. And now they're all everywhere except for Switch. Get over it, nerds. Well, didn't Switch get regular Persona 5? No, they got Persona 5, the the Musou game. Oh, Strikers. got it. They got don't it. have normal Persona 5. Oh, Persona um, 5, no, the regular cool. version came to PS Plus Collection. That's what it was. Yes. Yes. Okay. Uh, but no, this is a big get. Persona 5... <laughs> we were making a joke. The hugest, the game with the biggest fan base that hasn't beat the game. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but no, Persona Five is dope. It'll be on Game Pass. I think it's, it, that's a big win. I think. Yeah, big win. You ever play Persona? No, I have Persona Four Golden on my Vita, but I never, never booted it up. Okay, that was like the one game that was on that console, and you didn't play it. Yeah, <laughs> I played so many other <laughs> things on there. Yeah, Salt and Sanctuary too. Um, but no, I think that, that's a big hit. That's cool. And then immediately followed it up. He's like, oh, we've uh, we've collaborated with one of the people's most overrated uh, creators of all time. I was like, oh, they did it. Here he is. Yep. Um, Microsoft and Hideo Kojima are working on a new game. Without revealing much of anything, Kojima simply stated that this game is, uh, this is a game I always wanted to make. He also mentioned something about the cloud and yeah. using that. Um, so again, very, I don't think this is coming anytime soon, uh, but Kojima and Microsoft are going to make a game together. So, there yeah, you go. Yeah, and specifically, it, from what they said, it sounds like it's Kojima working with Xbox Game Studios, not Kojima Productions. Like, I don't think mm-hmm. it's Kojima's studio. I think he's just maybe directing a game that is going to be, like, actually work. Like, I don't think it's going to be his company working on it. It's going to be Xbox Game Studios yeah. working on it. So he can do Norman Reedus 2, and he can also make this game at the same time. <laughs> exactly, right, because Norman Reedus already said, I'm in a second game now. Yeah. So we'll see. But those two, I was like, that's that's a big get. Yeah. Um, people are going to be excited about that. Even though I joke, I don't joke about Kojima be overrated. I don't like Kojima that much, but I know that's, I understand that's a big get. Uh, and then we get the last one. Chad, let me read through this and then you can have your awful take or whatever. Uh, <laughs> Starfield finally got full gameplay reveal we've been waiting for. The game seems to feature a much more grounded space exploration experience of exploring planets, shooting enemies, mining, scanning, digital lock picking. Got to look at the extensive customization. Uh, from the character creator, uh, from traits to skill system, customizable weapons, base and spaceship builder. Um, in case you were worried, uh, you'd be exploring the galaxy from a map. You, know, you actually fly your spaceship. Um, as for scale, Starfield revealed it will take place in a cluster of over 100 uh, solar systems, uh, one of which contains nine fully explorable planets. So you'll have over a thousand complete planets that you can explore. Not just like, I'll go to the spaceport here. Every planet can be explored fully. So, yeah, Starfield was what they ended the game with. I don't remember our bet, but I'm pretty sure you said something about Starfield getting 10 minutes shown off. I think you'd win that bet because I believe it was 12 minutes. I, I did I'm say my exact or did you say was 15 at minutes. least 10 minutes devoted to Starfield. There, you got it. You did yep. get it. So, I'll just go ahead and set this out. I'm very excited. I love Bethesda of everything they do. I love space stuff. I love exploring. This basically looks like, hey, if um, No Man's Sky just had like 20 times the budget but also had really, yeah. really deep RPG uh, mechanics, which to Adam's like, oh boy, my thumbs are higher than, <laughs> what is Jason Sudeikis? What's that guy's name? Josh Hartnett. <laughs> thumbs are yes. higher than he was in that movie where he <laughs> did drugs. Um, so no, I'm very excited. This is a big, big deal. Can't wait for this next year. But Chad's got a hot take, everybody. I, gotta listen to Chad it's, now. It's just, for, for me, I'm just very relieved that it is, it is, 100% the game people want, and 100% now I know a game that I don't want to play. So I'm I'm very happy to have seen openness? this. openness? 
What about it is that you're not interested in? So I uh, I have played No Man's Sky twice before, so I know mm-hmm. what that type of game is. And, and it immediately right off the bat, it was like, explore, shoot a laser at a rock and get materials and build some shit and look at a plant and research some things by looking at it and scanning it. That shoot does not interest pirates. me. But then they went inside and they're like, oh, look some space. I was like, oh, okay. Okay, this is not No Man's Sky. Because before, I was like, this is just straight up gray No Man's Sky. No color, just mm-hmm. gray. And then he went inside. I was like, oh, shooting. Okay, guns. But the game, the gunplay looks exactly like Fallout gunplay to me, which is not good. Especially, Matt brought up, like, it doesn't look like it's going to have the VAT system, which is the only thing that makes Fallout gunplay like bearable. Uh, and it looks highly inaccurate. Like They were even like holding down the trigger and firing this thing, and the bullets, you could see them going all over the place and not hitting the enemy. It's just like... That looks bad to me. Bad gunplay. The frame rate of it was already, it's got that Bethesda jank to it, and this was just in the 12-minute gameplay reveal trailer. I, I, so it's just, it's not for me. And and the like the, the building and craft your own spaceship, was like, that looks fine, but then, like, what am I going to do with this spaceship? I'm going to go to a thousand planets. Like, you can start at this city on this planet, or you can zoom out and go anywhere else. It's like, I know you didn't develop content for 1,000 planets to cover the surface of all of them. It's just going to be like, oh, no. look at it. Some of those planets are just going to be rocks. And yeah, like, and you're going to spend so much of your life looking at, oh, I found a weird bug or a cool plant on this one. And I spent 20 minutes finding that on the other side of this boring-ass planet, and there are a 1,000 other boring-ass planets just like it out there. So, mm-hmm. uh, I, and the dog fighting in space, I've never been a fan of. All of that's always been terrible. It's controls awfully for me and not fun. For, so, I know 100%, without a doubt, I can officially cut off any hype that I had for this game. Don't have to worry about it anymore. And I'm very excited for that. But here's the one question, though. When they talk to the people, the face is actually animated good. When they did they talk to the lady, she's like, um, hey, we're going to explore stuff for excellent. I'm like, hey, that doesn't look like a scary monster. It, it, you're right. You're right. The facial animations were good. But I immediately, like a minute into the trailer, I texted the group. I was like, this looks like gray No Man's Sky and everyone's eyes are completely dead. Like their faces are animating, but like they are, they are like, like they're looking, it looks like they're looking through you and like, ah, this is off putting to me, but that's cool. No, I'm very ready to explore space. Going to go talk to the constellation people, shoot some space pirates, go find where they're making a halo or something. Something's making something in space. I don't know. I'm going to have a good time, but that's, uh, it's not for you. That's completely fine. But that was the Xbox showcase. So here we are. Same from Adam. We got to rate this now. Chad, what are you rating this at a 10? Oh, God. You go first. You go first. I got to go back and, like, glance at all the announcements again real quick. So when I was reading it, we were going through it, because I'm like, there were... Anytime that there was a lull, like, again, talking about these this Japanese free-to-play, whatever, I'm like, I don't care. But then they'd hit us with, like, uh, Diablo. Right, I think right. that there... I think that it was paced very well, and they... I agree. Like, there, was, there were, like, definitely, like, things that I did not give a shit about. I'm like, I don't know why you're showing this. I don't care. I prefer... I do like how it's basically just gameplay and stuff. I think it's good. I think there are only like three or four like heavy hitters. Um, it's not like a, a PlayStation showcase where they're like, here's the four big exclusives coming out. And it's like, oh, Spider-Man and fucking this and this, this, that. Yeah. But I'm like everything. I do think it was very good overall with some things that I was very excited about. I would say if I gave Keeley's a six, I gave this like an eight. I was thinking the same idea that like, you're right. This one was paced much better. I was looking back, there were five or six things in here. I was like, oh, yeah, I can't wait to play that thing. Um, and it, it felt like it didn't last an hour and a half, despite it actually lasting an hour and a half. So this is definitely going to be better than the five I gave Keely. I'm going to say, are we doing fractions? 
If you want to. Because I'm going to do 7.0. Okay, let's... <laughs> you realize that is the same thing as a 7, correct? Well... Well... Uh, do we want to take this time to go back and look at our Xbox Bethesda predictions? Sure, since we're here, go right, go for so it. So on May 1st, we made predictions about what might come up whenever they announce this thing. Uh, so we have three predictions from each of us, and we'll figure out who got the most right. So my first, one, <laughs> my first one was <laughs> Doom takes a break while they reimagine the series. Mm -hmm. It was not present at all. In, yeah, no Doom at all. So yeah, I, I'd, I'd say that one probably gets a check mark for me. Mm -hmm. Your first one was games from Devolver Digital, Cult of the Lamb, and Return to Monkey Island will be day one Game Pass. Didn't see I don't any believe of those so. There. They've never said anything about that, so no. I don't think it's going to happen. My second one was at least 10 minutes devoted to Starfield. We already saw that. Your second one was Wolfenstein's sequel from Machine Games. Again, MIA. No Machine Games at all. No Machine Games. The third one, mine was Everything Shown Coming to Game Pass. Again, we saw close. there were so close, but there were the two Overwatch and Diablo, even though Overwatch is free. So, like, whatever. Uh, yours was Redfall release date, which we got, and it's before end of Q3 is the, the second part. No, of which I'm not. Oh, we did not get that? Yeah. So I only get half a point because right, we right. do get a release uh, window, but it was not this. I was like, oh, it's going to be in the fall or whatever, but it's uh, not the fall. Got it. So, All right. Or before, like, the winter. Yeah. So I'm the better guesser. <laughs> yeah, you are. You got me. Just like Josh Harnett in that movie, he got <laughs> got. Like Josh. <laughs> and he got got. Start oh, the faculty. He got someone in the faculty, I'm sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right in the back. Uh, yep. So we're almost through the whole show. Don't, we, don't you, don't you uh, people worry. Fret? Anyways. Uh, <laughs> so last we have Devolver Digital because we're very excited about their countdown to marketing, marketing, good times. Here's Devolver Digital. I fucking love Remember in that trailer, they're like, we're going to show at least four games. Yeah. Let me tell you how many games they showed. Four exactly games. Exactly four games. <laughs> yep. I fucking love these guys. Uh, so number one, originally an HIO game, an expanded version of Angerfoot is on its way in 2023, a bonkers FPS in which you use the world's deadliest feat. Angerfoot uh, will have you battering gangsters, buying new sneakers, and upgrading your powers as you smash your way through sewers and skyscrapers alike. This looks like an FPS Hotline Miami where you kick the shit out of people. Yeah, 100% in. I saw this trailer and I was like, this, yes, dope, give me, put it on my vein, on top of my yeah. vein. <laughs> when, he's, when he's driving the car at the end with his feet, uh -huh. I'm like, all right, guys. Uh -huh. right. The game looks wild. Uh, yeah, looks awesome to me. And 2023, we'll have a good time. Good good on you, Devolver. Uh, that's a good one. This one was fucking wild. Yes. When this trailer started, I was like, oh, cool, cool. And then they do the switch. I'm like, oh, fuck. Anyways, Plucky Squire sees a beautifully animated storybook uh, adventurer called Jot, who works, uh, who works out he can leap out of said book into the 3D world. So, yes, he's on a, a long book on, like, a kid's desktop. And it's all 2D world, and you're going around and doing your little 2D stuff. And he gets to the edge of the book and is like, yo, and jumps onto the fucking actual desk. Uh -huh. And it becomes uh -huh. 3D game. Uh, it results in one game with two very different perspectives. Inside the book is a top-down 2D hand-drawn adventure filled with mini-games. Outside the book is a, gi a, gi a gigantic world set in a children's bedroom, or a child's bedroom. Um, it gets stranger to different surfaces can become 2D spaces of their own from mugs to lunchboxes. It will arrive in 2023 for PC, Switch, PS5, Xbox, da, da, da. This reminds me, it's like, hey, Devolver, make a cute, is it Link Between Worlds? What was the 3DS Link game where you could yeah, like, go Link against the worlds. wall? Yep. It's like that, but not on a handheld system. And I'm like, this game looks fucking, this game beats ass. Yeah, 
this was the number one game of of that entire of thing for me was Plucky Square of their four games that they showed. Yeah, this was fantastic. I saw that and I was like, oh man, this two D game looks really great. And he jumped out and I was like, ah, sold. How do I pre order this? Go. And then <laughs> when he jumped back onto the mug, I was like, the fuck is going on? Uh huh. Yeah. Uh huh. It reminds me of that Zelda game, except for it'll be a little bit prettier because it's not 3DS. Here we go. <laughs> this is the one that I was talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. Cult of the Lamb, which uh, is yes. Binding of Isaac-like action with town management. I had no idea this game had town management, but you're making a cult and you're building a town up. Um, uh, in a deceptively evil world, as you build a demonic cult of animals to do your dark bidding and return an ancient world to the evil, it'll arrive for everything on August 11th. The demo is also available on Steam. So Cult of the Lamb looks awesome. Again, I didn't realize you were do- you were managing your cult, but apparently you're managing your cult. Um, and then you get to fight stuff in like a like a 2D action top-down game. I, I, the game is awesome. This game looks insane, and I'm yeah. very in. I don't even mind the town management. Like, fuck yeah, do town... It, I will do anything with the right like lens or filter on it. Like, I will do mm-hmm. a No Man's Sky game if it means that, like, I don't know, there are cool demons that I get to fuck up or put the right skin on something and I'll mm-hmm. play it. So yeah, town management. Cause you know, it's going to be fucked up where it's like, Oh, manage your crops. But like, you probably like cut up people's bodies to like make you like, make yeah. sure you got enough bodies for soil or yep. something. Insane. And I'm sure it's funny as shit too. So I can't wait. Yeah. Uh, very, very good. This one I was not expecting. And I was like, Holy fuck. This game looks like someone did acid and was like, play Tony Hawk. But uh-huh. Really cool. Uh-huh. Uh, we've seen Skate Story pop up multiple times over the years. It's always made an impression. Ooh. Uh, clearly it did for Devolver, who is now publishing the game. Uh, arriving in 2023, the gorgeously styled fantasy skateboarding adventure sees you piloting a low-poly glass demon into the underworld. Uh, do it well, you progress in your journey, bail, and you'll smash into pieces. So yeah, you're like a polygonal glass demon who skates through hell... And if you don't land your kickflip, you fucking explode. Yeah. Uh, and then you go try to – the game looks fucking wild. Yeah. I'm I'm very into this. This is – I didn't realize that we've seen this before. Like this, this article mentions like, oh, we've seen it multiple times. It's like I, I have not seen this because I saw this. I was like, this is so cool. This is awesome. This is amazing. The first time I've seen this in my entire life. Um, but yeah, and then put on it – like not only does it have a, a really, really cool art style, but then the fact that you're just like you're skateboarding through hell, like escaping a demon or something. Or doing, I don't even remember what the setup is, but it's cool. I'm like, can't freaking wait. I will play that. Yes, please. Very awesome. So this one, Devolver, they promised four games and they gave us four games. What's your rating on this presentation? I This not only had four games, all of which were bangers, 100% bangers. But also just like the rest of the presentation around it, the 20 minutes of content around it was all very like Suda it was in the mech. It was Suda in the mech. It was all of the commentary and like the mashups, all the funny game mashups that they did. And like, I'm very, very into this conference. I'm going to say this was a nine. Ooh, nine. guess who agrees with that exact number? Yeah. Also a nine for me. There we go. Two nines. Perfect. Yeah. Again, it's it's like because we know what you're expecting, right? If you get a PlayStation, you get an Xbox, you expect a certain amount of things. Devolver, you're like, they're going to be weird or whatever. But it's awesome when they're weird and they also show you games that look fucking dope as shit. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, this was a great, awesome surprise. Um, so, yeah, good. I agree with that. So, uh, just really quick, there's also other games. Future of Play, Wholesome Direct, Gorilla Collective, IGN Expo, Day of the Devs, Netflix games. Uh, so again, there was literally probably another 200 games showed off. Uh, a lot of small stuff. I would just say um, Boyfriend Dungeon had DLC. That looked pretty cool. 
<laughs> I love all of these things. Oh yeah, there's DLC for boyfriend. And I there's just cool. <laughs> there's so much. I mean, there's honestly there's too much. Yeah. So, but yeah, there's other. Again, we're clearly not going to go over those because we've already been on this for like an hour and a half. Uh, so yeah. So now that we have, I mean, I was going to say let's rank the the things, but I think the scores kind of speak for themselves. Do you agree that we should just go with the scores yeah. we already put down for the ranking? Yeah. So our number one showcase, Devolver Digital. Number two, Xbox Bethesda. Number three, Keeley's Naughty Three. <laughs> Naughty Three. Mm, Here we go. Dirty. That's the official big time ranking. That's Adam's segment. We finally, after an hour and 20 minutes, we finished Adam's segment. Woo! If we were to plug in last week's Sony State of Play, where do you think that slots in here? Sony, for me. What was the big one? There was the Resident Evil. There's the Resident Capcom Evil. There's the PSVR stuff. There was. Uh-huh. Uh, what was the uh, Final Fantasy 16? That goes above Keeley. Definitely above Keeley. And it, I think and for me it's above out, Microsoft too. For me, it's really close to Microsoft. That would be a conversation of like which one of these was better. Yeah. Because um, just for me, I just don't care about that Capcom stuff, but I think it's still a good look. So it's like we could have a conversation there. So I think it's like Xbox and State of, and State of Play are like swirling around each other like sniffing each other's butts like dogs do <laughs> and then keely's just like in the back of the house not paying attention and then devolver's just like leading the way regardless uh so yeah i think that i think that's that sounds about right uh but yeah there you go that's the main quest and also the only thing because that was so much but speaking of so many things playtime here we are chad what have you played because i've been lots talking for literally an hour and 27 lots minutes. of d's yeah Yes, um, I so today, as I kind of mentioned during the Microsoft thing, like my internet started to go poopy poopy pants for a couple hours. Like it was every two minutes it was going out. So I was like, all right, the Microsoft thing's over. What do I play now? I can't play Diablo Immortal. I can't play mm-hmm. unless I like go to LTE. My LTE's trash in my apartment. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't play Destiny. It's like you know what? It's time for me to play something new anyway. Something different, different change of pace. So I was like, let me bust out Death Loop. Ooh, there yeah, you go. I remember Deathloop from from twenty twenty one, right? Or was that twenty twenty? Last year. Oh yeah, it was last nope, year. Came out okay. last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I was like, all right, let me get into this, and I um, I've put like an hour fifteen, hour twenty into it today, uh, so far, and I'm very into. It. I'm very into the cool, uh, cool. back and forth between your character oh. and Juliana. Juliana. Yep, I love how yeah, she's talking to the controller, and I'm talking on the, and it's just very well written so far. So, uh, and I'm enjoying the stealthy choose how you take people out choose how you get across things like having a good time with the hands don't bother you no the hands are the appropriate size for the character models (laughs) (laughs) because that's our that's arcade you know you hate their hands yeah Hmm. um glad you're liking it so far i like the game a lot yeah i'm into it and it was already downloaded so i was like yeah let's do it uh diablo immortal i see so here's the thing i Mm -hmm. i have thought about diablo immortal immortal Every day since I last played it and talked about it on the <laughs> show. I've thought about it every day. But I had played it zero times since I last mm. talked to you about it. And I was really You didn't even log it. in for your daily? I didn't even log in for my daily thing. Mm. Because here's the thing, I don't like playing it on my phone necessarily. Like, I don't like playing things on my phone. Like, small enough screen, we, and it's like, I'm getting text messages while I'm doing it. That's why I like the yeah. iPad mini. It's a little bit different experience, a little bit bigger screen. But... I went to go get a pedicure the other day for the first time in my life, and I was mm-hmm. like, "This thing is awesome." Getting is that the feet pedicure. or the hands? And that's the feet, and they do your okay. feet. 
but it was at this place because, uh, you know, American males, we are so self-conscious and insecure in our masculinity. I had to go to a place where it's like, this is called hammer and nails. And it's where men who are exquisite go and get their shit done. And you can get Big a haircut. Big men get their nails done here. <laughs> yes. And it's like, it's 100% that energy when you go in there too. It's like, this is yeah. for extraordinary dudes. And you come in, you, you sip, they make you cocktails and you drink a cocktail while you get your feet massaged and get, get your, your tail, haircut. Get your nails done because you're hiking and you're a fucking man. <laughs> <laughs> it's exactly that. But I was there and they're like, I, I was... You know, I booked like the regular pedicure and like, oh, so this is your first mm -hmm. time with us. We're actually going to give you the pedicure for free and also upgrade you to the super deluxe, super luxury version that's an hour long. And I was like, oh, fuck. I didn't cool. plan on being here an hour, so I don't know what I'm going to do. But they're like, there's a TV in front of you and you control it with this clicker and wear our headphones. I was like, no, I'm going to get out my phone. And I was like, yeah. I could watch some Bob's Burgers or I'll play some Diablo Immortal. And I got sucked mm -hmm. in. I was playing oh, okay. Diablo Immortal for the whole hour. It went by so quickly while this woman was just like doing my nails on my feet and massaging my feet and putting them in hot bags of salty, gooey things and scraping mm -hmm. them and all this shit. And I was just in there just like killing demons and it was <laughs> it was fantastic. So yeah, being able to, that was just like a cool thing that I could, I started it on my iPad. I just happened to have my phone in my pocket and I was somewhere longer than I thought it was going to be. I was like, oh, let me make progress on Diablo. Mm -hmm. I have also found though that I, part of me while I've, when I've been home and I've been thinking about playing, I was like, man, I'd like to play this on my TV right now. And there's not a great way to do that unless really. I like mirror it to my TV and then use a controller. And it's like, so that's, that bums me out a little bit that it's purely mobile and there's not like an Apple TV version or like a console version that has cross progression. So that bums me out a little bit. So I played that during the pedicure and then I came home and played it again for like an hour. And I was really into it. I'm powering up my yeah, monk. into it. A few, uh, I, I finally did get to the part where I was like, oh, this is how they make money. Yeah. And there are like short dungeons that last a few minutes and they're like these rifts that you go through in these challenge dungeons and you get a bunch of shit and at the very end of it you get a, a legendary gem or something to upgrade your equipment or something like that or to sock it into it and they're like, cool, you want to run this again? You can, but you won't get really good rewards unless you have this thing that you can sock it into this rift and i was like ah oh. mm -hmm. and you can get three of them to get your extra rewards it's like oh fuck okay this is how they're gonna make money but gotcha. uh so i haven't come up against a wall yet it's just like oh this is a cool thing to do that i don't really need to do right now but i'm sure i'm sure it's around the corner where yeah certain gonna hours then you're gonna hit that yeah but so far i'm still having a good time with it but again after seeing diablo 4 today i was like i don't want to play this anymore i don't want to play this cartoony looking art style i want to go back yeah. and play diablo 2 resurrection or Diablo Resurrected Edition or whatever it was. Yeah, yeah. Or Diablo 4. Um, so did that. Dia uh, again, still doing Destiny 2, all that shit. Started playing Life is Strange. I decided I'm not going to wait mm -hmm. till the end of the month to do our barf game. So um, started playing that on Game Pass. And when I logged in, it's like, you have six days left of your Game Pass subscription. I was like, I have six days to finish Life is Strange for free. Well, better get it done. <laughs> so I'm sure I'm going to finish that before next week. What the fuck is MHS? What's the name of that actor again? Is that his initial? Josh Hartnett. No, no. No, no, that's not it. What is MHS? I did not play Monster Hunter Stories. Magazine Horror Show. No. The Quarry. No, although I can't wait for multiplayer to come to that so we can play. Yeah. I, I don't know. I played whatever the hell MHS is. Uh, yeah. I played that too. So Cool. Oh, that What's was the up? demo. Metal Hellsinger, that demo oh, that's okay. out. Oh, okay, Hellsinger. Gotcha, gotcha. That's it. That's cool. what I play this week. 
Very cool. Me, I did play stuff. I just didn't write it down. I got back into Elden Ring. I was like, sure, let me clear out Khaled? Khaled? The red place with the big fucking... Yeah, DJ Khaled was there. He was screaming another one. Um, That's the place with the big crows and the big fucking dogs and shit. Um, And I beat Radnan? Radan? The big dude that everyone's like, he's so hard to beat. The (laughs) The big dude with the two swords. He's a massive man. He rides a little itty bitty horse. I beat him. Okay. Uh, I almost beat him on my first try. He's at like 3% health and he hit me and killed me instantly. And I was like, son of a bitch. But I got him on my, like my fourth try. So I was pretty cool. Oh, I was like, cool. Gotcha. I yeah, out I'm this area. This is the guy who you can see his dick, right? No, he's riding a horse. That thing under him is his, he has a horse. He has a little emaciated horse no, that he uses I, gravity I know powers that's a to horse, ride. But but there is it a, looks like a penis. No, he has a penis. Hold on. No, oh, he has a penis under there. I don't know. I'm, I've never I'm seen googling Rod on Elden Ring dick. I was Let's too see. busy stabbing him in the ass. <laughs> I didn't know that he had a dick. Um, no, that's the heart. I'll find it. I'll find it. Yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll, okay. Can I tweet a picture of a dick on Twitter? <laughs> Yo, absolutely. Okay. Twitter does not care. Um, but yeah, no, it's just a funny fight because he literally rides that that horse around like it's a skateboard. Um, because he's gone mad and he's crazy and he's lost all semblance of who he is except for he loves this fucking horse. And he learned to control gravity so he could ride his itty-bitty horse, even though he's 3,000 pounds or whatever. <laughs> whatever. I played Elden Ring. It's whatever. I'll, maybe I'll beat that one these days. And then, um, nothing else really. I didn't play any other games. I did watch more Burn Notice. Let me tell you about this. Guess? I want you, I'll give you one guess. An extremely famous actor, been in the MCU, uh, maybe that'll help, as a main main character, um, done a lot of stuff. Very famous actor. Is a dude, a black dude. I'll even give you that. Was just in the last episode of Burn Notice that I watched, just as like the fucking dude. One guess. Michael B. Jordan. Absolutely, you got it. Nailed it on the first on the well, first see, one. See, I knew that because he he was also in Parenthood as one of the daughter's boyfriends for a while. That was his very first role as Parenthood. I was just it? looked at his IMDb okay. earlier today. Yeah, <laughs> it's so, so funny. I knew that he like, did that kind of TV stuff. Yeah, it's like Parenthood, and then it's like The Wire, 30 episodes, Burn Notice, one episode. Like, what is this <laughs> dude's career? Uh, but yeah, I just saw an episode of Michael B. Jordan um, in Burn Notice. That was a fun time. Loving that show. Uh, but yeah, that's it for me. I'm going to play. I was going to start Life is Strange, but I was like, I'll wait to the end of the month, and now you're like, I'm playing it right now. So I'm going to play it right now then. Uh, but yeah, that's it for me. Dope. We've got one last thing before we round out the episode. It's called Game on Game Show. The Game on our gaming show. We play a game called Game on the Gaming Show on our game show. Game, 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 game. We have a new game today, Adam. Mm-hmm. You know what next Sunday is when we record? Uh, it's two holidays. Two holidays? Oh, that's right, because it's, yeah. also, it's, it's also the 19th. Uh, it yeah. is Father's Day and Juneteenth. Yeah. In my brain, Juneteenth is that Monday because that's the corporate holiday that we have. Well, that's so, when you get the day off. Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but Father's Day was the one I was thinking of. And mm-hmm. so today's, so we're not going to, like, by the time people are listening to next week's episode, it's too late. So today we're going to play a Father's Day game, Father's Day themed game called Who's Your Daddy? The Paul Blart Mall Cop Role Playing Game. <laughs> I, okay. I've got questions, but I'm just going to ride with it. I'm not worried about it. Here's the setup. You're in a large shopping mall. You are Paul Blart. You're walking around. Okay. You're on your little segue. Sorry, not walking around. You are segueing around. Mm-hmm. And one by one, you are coming across children who have been separated from their parents. They're crying. Okay. For whatever reason, they are no longer with their dad. And you can't, they will not tell you who their dad is for one reason or another. We'll find out soon. Mm-hmm. And so you have to try and figure out who to look for 
to reunite this kid with their dad based on information either about the children themselves or things that they tell you. If you match yeah. the child with the wrong father, you get one guess in this game. If you match the child with the wrong oh. father, something bad happens to that kid based uh -oh. on whoever you might say. Yeah. I've got three kids you're going to find in this mall. Let's uh -huh. go. Child number one. Here's the setup. This How is funny do you think it is that I've seen both of those Paul Bart movies and one of them in theaters? Oh, I've seen the first one for sure. I hope you saw the, I hope you saw the first one on like rented it at Blockbuster and you're like, this is so good. I need to see the second on day I one in theaters. See. I think two, they go to Vegas. <laughs> but anyways, continue. That's great. Child number one. Here's the setup. This is the role-playing game part of it. Because, again, I've been mm -hmm. listening to a lot of the adventures on. Yeah. You hear a wail from a men's bathroom stall, and upon entering, you see a young child in some sort of clown mobile. He's crying hysterically to the point that you can't make out what he's saying, but you gather from his pointing and his gestures that he was chasing someone or something that seems to escaped down the toilet and into the sewer. It seems that in the chase, he got separated from his father. The child blows their nose into the handkerchief around their neck and comes in close for the comfort of a stranger's hug. But as soon as you embrace, you feel a sharp stabbing pain in your arms coming from what he's wearing. Who do you seek as this child's father? What? <laughs> I've gone so many... So this is video game related, right? This, yes, this is a video game character. We are trying to figure out their video game dad. <sighs> based on the clues from the setup yeah that doesn't i was gonna say it just because i'm like toilets and fucking clowns there we go but it's not a video game character oh shit i want to say sweet tooth of course because of the clown thing but then the toilet and the handkerchief and the spikes i well i have no idea what that clue is well let's let's recap uh, let's recap the clues because you mentioned a couple of them so, far. The, so the the main clues he's in a clown mobile yeah clown mobile okay yep uh, he, uh, you can't make out what he's saying. Mm-hmm. Chasing something or someone that escapes down a sewer pipe. Yep. Has a handkerchief. Uh, I got it now. Whatever he's wearing is sharp and stabby. Yes. I assume this is one of Bowser's eight illegitimate child, children, so this must be Bowser's, uh, must be the daddy. You're uh, Bowser is the dad. Yes, you. So you have yes. you've correctly won. Yes, Bowser's the father. You have reunited Bowser Junior, which is technically his only child. That's right. The Koopalings are are bastards. That's yeah. right. That's right. <laughs> so yes, you have saved Bowser Junior and reunited him with his father. Congratulations. Okay. All right. Two more. This one I'm not sure you're gonna get, but I think you might. I think I, I mm -hmm. think you. I. We'll go. Okay. We'll you see. come across a little girl whimpering quietly in front of the entrance of a Red Lobster holding her knees to her chest as she repeatedly clasps and unclasps a hair clip that she has in her hand. When you ask her why she's crying, she explains that she was with her dad, and they were going around placing her butterfly hair clips all around the mall in order to, quote, set all the butterflies free. When they went to put the last hair clip in front of this seafood restaurant, her daddy's face got really scared and he disappeared, and she hasn't seen him since. You can see that her hand is wet, and though it doesn't seem like she's, it's from wiping her tears, uh, and she also, on her forearm, has several small, perfectly round, red suction marks, almost like hickeys, spaced evenly apart. Who do you seek out as this child's father? Uh, what? Okay. <laughs> Clearly, dad's scared of lobsters or something, or maybe something to do with seafood or fish. The suction hickeys remind tentacles or something, all right? 
Um, the hair, I don't get the butterfly hair clips and leaving those, setting butterflies free. Um, run me through the clues and I'll figure it, see if I can figure this out. So, so the clues are, she had the hair, the hair clips, the -hmm. idea of wanting to set the butterflies free, Mm -hmm. the seafood restaurant and the suction cups. Yeah. At first I wanted to say Ellie because of the butterfly thing. Right. Okay. Is that what the group that's looking for her? And the fireflies are looking for her, but though she fireflies, has a she has a moth tattoo. That's right. None of that is Ellie. Then that doesn't make any sense. Uh, butterflies and then fucking seafood. I have no idea. You're right. I might not know this one at all. Focus focus on the uh, the suction cups. That's a yeah, really important I understand. part. Yeah. But yeah. who would yeah. her dad be? Because he's an octopus boy. That doesn't make any sense to me. You know. Mm-hmm. Or some sort of crustacean. I understand where you're going for, but uh-huh. I don't know who that uh-huh. is. That's my only problem. Is it Davy Jones? It is not Davy Jones. Uh, so you you seek out Davy Jones in the mall, and you find him. And mm-hmm. Stacy won't confirm or deny whether that's her dad, but you do hand Davy Jones Stacy. Yeah, I'm see them Martin. walk I don't off give a shit. <laughs> Stacy then gets taken on Davy Jones's ship down into Davy Jones's locker and drowns within about thirty seconds. And that girl yeah. is now dead at the bottom of the ocean. Paul Blart, another job done. Correct. Meanwhile, Octodad from Octodad, Dadliest oh, okay. Catch, is walking around in his suit looking for his daughter, scared to go close to that sushi restaurant or that seafood restaurant for fear that mm. he might be revealed and cooked and put on a plate. Interesting. I was thinking Octodad very briefly because of the octopus thing, but right, I don't right. remember anything about his daughter and hair clips and all that stuff. I, that is completely out. I beat that game. That is completely out of my mind. I went, so here's full transparency. I've never played Octodad, but okay. when I went on the Wikipedia and I was looking, I looked up, oh, he has a daughter. Oh, cool. Look, That was like the mm-hmm. one thing they had He's about a human her. daughter. He's uh, yeah, a whole human, human family. Yeah. yeah. And that was the one thing they had about her is that, oh, she, she, there's like apparently something in the game or maybe in the, even in the second I game. I think you do like collectibles she places, or something. She places butterflies all over the yard, because, butterfly clips all over the yard because she wants to set them free. So okay. I had never played the game, but apparently that was a big thing for her. Okay. All right. Last I one. I played the game. Last one. I think you'll get this one. All right. You're driving around on your little Segway. You got your little radio on your shoulder. And over the radio, you hear that there have been several customers complaining of a young girl sneaking up on people who are relaxing in the Sharper Image massage chairs and poking Mm -hmm. them. And then she runs away screaming as soon as they wake up. No one can figure out where she's going, though. You tell the front office that you'll keep an eye out as 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 you make your rounds. The fourth time that you stop by Auntie Anne's to get yet another pretzel dog... (laughs) You hear a strange giggling behind you. You turn around and find no one's there. So as soon as you face the cashier again and reach out to grab your porky pastry, you hear the chuckle again. But this time you realize that it's coming from the ceiling. You look up and you lock eyes with the young girl staring at you from a vent, and then she takes off. You chase the sounds of her clanking through the ducts until you finally intercept her at the cold air return vent beside the movie theater. She won't tell you any information, only repeatedly shouting the words no and bubbles. Who do you seek as the child's father? No bubbles. What the? Chad, you're a (laughs) madman. So I'll walk through. So I'm like, it's something with PT because the little girl's sneaking up on people and you look around and she's there. But there's no dad in that. Not that I remember. Um... And then bubbles and stuff. So what are the clues? We have a girl sneaks up on people. The girl sneaks up on people and pokes them. Uh Uh-huh. She realizes they are awake. And she runs away. And then runs. 
Yeah. Hiding around in the vents. Mm-hmm. Doesn't say anything, just says no and bubbles. See, that's the point where I'm like, what the hell is this? Who says only no and bubbles and who runs away when you wake up? Like, I don't... Hmm. What, what world does her dad live in? <laughs> if we had to say there were three worlds, one was red, one was green, one was blue, does what does her dad live in a certain world? Uh, I, I guess just based on color, I'd say blue. Okay. Hmm. I don't... Is it... God, let's just say her dad is fucking Snake. Snake, like Metal Gear Solid Snake? Yeah, Metal Gear. All right, so you do find Snake out in the smoker <laughs> section. He yeah, he, he's uh -huh. out there just past the door. He's he's standing too close to the door. There's a sign that says stand 20 feet from the entrance, but he's at 16 feet, and he's measured it. He can eyeball it. <laughs> but he's out there he smoking a cigarette, and you bring this little girl to him, and she's just saying, no, no, bubbles, no, screaming, no, bubbles. Hand it off. He ties a parachute to her. I'm like, that's really weird. They're on the ground. What's going on? Immediately it inflates. She gets sucked up into the sky. Although there's mm -hmm. no plane to collect her and bring her back to Mother Base, she just continues going until she freezes in the atmosphere. Yeah. And then somewhere in Guatemala, about three days later, this frozen little girl shatters <laughs> in front of some person's house while this little girl is playing in her front yard. And just this other mm -hmm. little girl shatters to pieces. Bloody little girl all over the ground because you yeah. gave her to, to snake Wasn't when in reality you should have given her to the big daddy from bioshock mm -hmm. this is a little sister and she calls big daddy mr bubbles does she she yeah mr bubbles no no mr bubbles come save me and she crawls around in the vents that's how they get from place uh -huh. to place yeah I remember, yeah crawling yep. events and the poking people and now they poking people when you say with poking the now it's like the needle, yep. yeah. But she's used to poking sense. people who are dead and sucking the needle. Yeah. And so Soon when people wake, wake up in the sharp image, yeah, see, see. Gotcha. Good one. That's a good yeah. one. Yeah. That's it for Who's Your Daddy, the Paul Blart Mall Cop role-playing game. And that's it for Game on Game Show. And that's it for our podcast this week. Thank you, everyone, for listening. What was your favorite announcement from the whole Summer Games Fest kit and caboodle? that was going on? The Naughty 3, the Josh Hartnett-sponsored Naughty 3. The whole thing. Um, let us know on Twitter at Respawn Aim Fire. You can also go to patreon.com slash respawnaimfire where you can become a patron and do a couple of things like get a really dope wallpaper based on Greece. G-R-I-S. It's pronounced Greece, not Gree, like I was for the last month and a half. Footloose. Kick off your Sunday shoes. Oh, wrong movie. You can go get that wallpaper for your devices. Uh, you can also help us vote on Barf Games. You all voted for the month of June for us to play... One, one of three things. You voted for three things in equal amounts, and Adam decided from those three that we are playing Life is Strange, True Colors. So, Shows uh, it on purpose because it's Pride Month. That's exactly right. Pride Month. Um, go play that. We're going to discuss it at the end of the month. If you want to be part of that discussion, you can email us your thoughts, or you can be on the show. Reach out to us and let us know you want to be on the show. We'll do that too. Uh, it is June 12th today as we're recording this, so probably in a week week and a half we'll put up another poll so make sure you're a patron when you're ready to vote there and we will get something out for august for july i'm not going to skip a month time is moving time too quickly is as it is yep that's flat that's it everybody until next time here's our usual sign off i'm not getting starfield i'm not getting last of us about that <laughs> <laughs>